But yes, no Duke this week. No, it's going to be quiet. I'll have a quiet week. Yeah, no sound bites. Oh. It's going to be even quieter at the moment unless Ginny <laughs> turns up. So long time no actual speech. Yes. We converse over Twitter quite often, don't we? Yeah, I think you Still. asked me on uh, Super Bowl night if I could um, step in and do a show, but I had to decline because of Super Bowl night. So. Oh, that's right, Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, exciting stuff. Yo, sorry, just sent you a bloody text. <laughs> yeah, I know you did, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. How are you? All right, yeah. E. She. E. Right. All right, calm down, calm down. Right, have you got any music lined up or are we just getting into it? What the fuck is going on? Welcome, y'all, to the veteran gamers. Juju, Jimmy, and the fellas will tell you about every single game that you're playing this week. News, reviews, and an indie pick. Stu, story time, and Jimmy's game breakers. Here comes Duke with the soundbite savior. It's the veteran. It's the veteran. Enchantment. What's the. Like anybody fing gives a shit. Hello and welcome to the Veteran Gamers episode 227. Yay! Jesus, that's just... Yay! That's it. We've got... There's no cheer. There's no cheer this week. <laughs> There's no cheer. We've no juke. With no real sound bites, we've just got Chin and these sort of very, very tiny sounds. Yeah, sound I'm board. not used to doing the sound effects. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's got his head up his arse. What I'm telling you is when you do the sound effects, you can hear your own voice in a slight echo, so it messes your head up a little bit. Yeah, well, it doesn't take much to mess your head up, does it, really, if we're being <laughs> honest? You know, it takes a very minor amount of stuff to mess your head up. <sighs> so, how are you feeling this week? You still ill? Uh, I'm on the mend. I'm on the mend. Yeah, on the mend. Well, that's good to know. I'm, 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 I'm a lot. How are you? I'm a lot better this week. I'm a lot better. Do you know what you remind me of? I can hear a slight echo. It's only very slight, though, so it's fine. But it, it sounds like back in the 80s when you used to have a CB radio and someone had an echo mic. Right. You remember that? Am- Amar might remember that. You remember that? You remember that, Amar? CB radio. CB, you know what CB radio is, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, people used to have <laughs> people used to have echo mics, and they used to have this weird. It's made them sound like they were in a stadium or something. Is weird. It any better now? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. It's only very you still slight. Still hear the echo? No, it's not like an echo. It's like you're in a in a bigger room, if you know. It's not like an an, an actual echo. It's like it sounds a bit. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Okay, right. but it's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. It's all sorted, my son. It's all sorted. Sorted. Um, As you can hear, uh, Duke isn't here, nope. but we have got, a, got our regular standing uh, for when someone's off or gallivanting or peddling bicycles, as Duke happens to be this week, uh, which is Amar. Hello, Amar. All right, lads. Sorry. Hello. Hello. How are you? How are you? <laughs> I'm not too bad, gents. And how are you two? Well, all right. Have you had any man flu? Been ill? I, I have, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just getting over it, yeah. Shit. Yeah. It must be like an epidemic of man flu in this country at the moment. 
yeah, felt like oh. felt like crap for a good four days this week, but um, on the men now, so. Well, that's good to know. It's good to know. And then uh, obviously you've heard Chini, who's uh, uh, standing in for Duke as far as sound bites go tonight, but not very, it's well. not started well. well. It's not signed. Ah, he'll improve. And Chini's been to a barbecue here. No, yeah, he's been to a barbecue. This is just some rubbish that Stu made up. <gasps> that's why we're late. He's been he's been eating raw sausages. Right, let's see if I can do this in traditional Duke tradition. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Your cheese eating surrender monkeys. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> see, what'll be cool? What'll be cool tonight? I'm guessing we'll get different sound bites. You might do, yeah. We could get anything. It could be anything. Anything. Shit. Yeah. Shit. Don't know. It might even be. Um, it might even be better than Dirks. It could be better. Ooh. It could be better. Oof. You know, Brian, you may be a dog, but you're a pretty cool cat. Stewie just said that. Take it home with you. Brilliant. You have certain <laughs> power when you have the sound effects. It's, it's quite power. I can see why he does it. You can't. You can't. It's the power. Mm. It's the power. Um, are either of you watching the new 24, by the way? No. I haven't watched the old 24. Have you now? I... Am I? You, I have you watched it? I love 24. I haven't seen... This is what... Is this season season 8? They're showing with season 9. I have not a clue. It's whatever, whatever the new one is. Because I, yeah. I'm not watching this season because I've still to watch the previous one. I've been catching up. I've been catching up on Breaking Bad in the last couple of weeks. Uh, you see, I was behind on 24. We've, we've not watched probably the last two series that they ever did. And I was like, I eh, can't be arsed. So we just started on this one. But... Uh, Stephen Fry plays the Prime Minister in it, right? And and it's just... I'll tell you what, it is really... Oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm getting there, I'm getting there. You're getting there. And it's just not good casting. It's, it's just not good well, casting. Stephen Fry. Hold on, Stephen Fry in bloody 24. Oh, a ledge. No, he's pl- yeah, but he's playing the Prime Minister and, like, I can't take him seriously, you know what I mean? When you see him, you're like, he's not... And he looks really scruffy, you know, because he always looks a bit scruffy, doesn't he? And I'm like, the Prime Minister would never look like Stephen Fry. I'm sorry, but it just doesn't kind of work. It just doesn't work. That's bizarre. Weird. I don't know. I don't have any love for 24, really, so I don't care. No, and and to be honest with you, right, they've they've not really got a lot of clue about England, have they? Because in the show, they're they're like searching for someone in London, and they're still calling everything in blocks. Have you searched the last two blocks or whatever? I'm like, we don't have blocks in London. What the fuck are you talking about? Not blocks. It's not Manhattan, you know. It's not New York. The bloody Americans, British show. Bloody Yanks, I tell you. I see. There's not one on this this week, so yeah. And then they're getting machine guns out and shooting up London, right? I'm like, that never happened. They never get. They never get that through Heathrow security for a start. Exactly. They'd have to sign about twenty pieces of paper before they could even get a handgun out, let alone a bloody automatic weapon. Yeah, hard it was for me to film in London, let alone carry a gun. Exactly, exactly. But it's 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 the usual twenty four popcorn, I guess. So it is kind of okay at the moment. It's kind of okay. Um, I've got to say, Stephen I haven't Fry. played. Yeah, Stephen, but he's not the prime minister. It's just rubbish casting. Their vast imaginations humming away, charged. There you go. Now you see, little big planet. Little big planet, perfect for that. Yeah. Prime minister in twenty four, not so much. Not so much. Um, but yeah, I, I've, I've got to say, I haven't played a whole lot of games this week. You know what? That's funny because I haven't either. So Armour has to carry the show this week. By the way, Duke's yeah. uh, dead to us. So we don't. Why is he not here? 
Ted, because he's he's uh, raising money for East Timor on his bike. He does what his sort of annual bike ride. Bastard. I know, I know. Freaking East Timor, my ass. He's probably just pocketing it all. Is what I think. <laughs> that's what that's what he's doing. He's he's the Duke. Duke Armor, but he's he's so selfish with his money. He is terribly, terribly. Know. You'd think you'd think he would fly over for for the Euro game every now and then, huh? Yeah. Exactly. He's committing some sort of fraud. It's like charity Duke, really. You know, it's like it's like being funneled off from his like accounting to something else or whatever. I should know. We shouldn't say that because he is, he do, he does raise a lot of money for his team. It's a noble thing. Well done, Duke. Well done. It is a noble thing, and he, he you know he rides. I, I can't remember how far he is, but it's about twenty miles or something ridiculous, isn't it? Well, I've got friends. I've got friends right now who started uh, who led. They left Glasgow on bikes to do a ride for Syria, so they're going to drive from Glasgow all the way to Paris. There you go. You see, that's what Duke should do. <laughs> I've just seen. It's twenty miles. Right? And I've no. just seen photos of uh, one of my friends lying on his arse on the bike. <laughs> instead of helping, he's got a sore arse. Well, yeah. Instead of helping him up, they're all taking photos and putting it on social media. Fantastic. Well, right there. <laughs> I bet he's got big blisters inside of his arse. Oh, I told. I I did ask him. Have you ever done uh, long distance bike riding? And he goes, nope. And I'm thinking, well, you may want to apply Vaseline, you know, down below and yeah. uh, take it easy. And he is not happy chappy right now in a lot of pain. But, you know, it's for a chance. He needs some of those, he needs some of those pants with, like, gel packs in, doesn't he? Yes, yes, he does, yep. Gel packs to comfort your ass while you're pedaling. Mm-hmm. That's what he needs. Uh, but the reason I haven't done a lot of gaming is because I've been fiddling with me Raspberry Pi. That's why I've not done a lot well, of gaming. Well, you can talk about that on yeah. the podcast, surely. Shut up. Um, <laughs> you ain't talking about it on this show because it's about. Well, I am. Is this story time? It is, but we've no soundbite for that, so. <laughs> but, uh, yes, Raspberry Pi, I've got to say, for the money, it's an impressive little bit of kit. It is, it is so good. I can't, I can't get over how good it is. It's just so cool. Well, where did you get yours from? I got it off Amazon, and it, it was a starter kit, so you got a Pi, uh-huh. a case. Uh, you got an Ethernet cable, an HDMI cable, and a eight gigabyte SD card with noobs on it, yep. which is new out of box software. That's what that stands for. Um, so you get everything pretty much that you need to uh, to get it going, and then and that costs forty five quid. Fast blo- I tell you what, I, I looked at a pie about a year ago, Stu, and they were coming in around about £79 for a starter kit, but that's pretty good. They are, I, yeah. do, I do want to buy one. They are pretty impressive bits of kits. Well, I'll tell you what, honestly to God, I'm going to convince you now how cool it is. So, uh, so that costs 45 quid. Then I got a, like a multimedia keyboard with a touchpad on, uh, which is quite small, you know, fits in your hands nicely, and that was about another £10, I want to say. It was about 10 quid. And that works really, really well with it. The, the touchpad's a bit iffy, to be honest with you, but you can control most of it without ever using the mouse anyway, so that's fine. Um, and it's just cool. It's just so cool, right? I was looking on the internet what other stuff you can do, because obviously I've set it up as a media player. And there's two operating systems that come with the noob software that are just media players. Um, so they, they just have XBMC, and that's kind of it. So you can't really use it then as a little computer anymore. But... Because you could have multiple SD cards, you could just swap over your operating system. You know, you could set it up on about three or four different SD cards, and you could just swap it over to do whatever you want to do. You just—it's like taking your hard drive it's out. A and, lull in gaming, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> and inserting a new hard drive. Um, right, you're talking about swapping hard drives and operating systems. 
But it's really your hard drive is just an SD card. You know uh, what I mean? But you have to have uh, a 10 rated one. Don't worry, like listeners. To... If we just let him talk for a little bit, he'll sort of burn out. Well, listen, 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 right. So anyway, um, so I got it. It did, it did take a bit of setting up. I've been doing a lot of playing with it over the weekend. Um, and I've set it up so it streams everything that's on my PC. So that was, that was pretty easy. But I did take a little bit of figuring out because I have a Windows 7 computer and I didn't have a password set up for it. So to make it work, this is ridiculous, right? To make it work, you have to set up a password. And then you have to right-click on the folders you want to share. And then you have to do the share options and then share with everyone, read only or read write. But read only is fine because you only want to read those those kinds of files. Uh, So I did all of that. And then you have to, once you set your password and username up on your PC, then you have to put that into your XBMC to, to allow access. So that was fine. Did all that shit. So I've got all the music and all the, the films and videos and everything that I've got on my PC sharing. Yeah, so I've got that. Stuff, yeah. But yeah, all totally legal. All totally legal. Um, and then I started investigating what apps are. So I've got 4OD downloaded on it. I've got uh, 5 uh, ITV player, BBC iPlayer, uh-huh. uh, and Spotify streams straight from your iPod to it. So you can stream... Uh, because what I, what I didn't realize... There's that a do, lot of apps that you can download on any console. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let me get to the coolest part of it. This is the cool, Which I didn't even know it did. Okay. But it supports it supports AirPlay. You know, with, uh, for your iPod or iPad. Yeah, so Ooh, basically it, it mirrors your iPad. I don't yeah, know. I don't know it can do that. That's quite impressive. Yeah, it does. And it, you just enable it in X, XBMC. And uh, uh, then away you go. So oh, that means... To somebody like me... So, so basically, any video, music, uh, anything, and any pictures that you've got on your iPod, iPad, you can mirror to the to, to the TV screen, mm-hmm. like you would with Apple TV. Mm-hmm. And instead, of, but instead, and instead of paying hundred pounds for Apple TV, you're paying what forty pounds? Forty pounds, and it does all this other stuff as well. So it's basically as good as Apple TV, but a fra- not a fraction of the cost, but well, at least not have half. anything on AirPlay. Ah, uh, well, you see, but you can stream Spotify to it as well on AirPlay, so I Spotify works for it. I wonder yeah, well, I, I wonder would I want to play music through my TV? It seems like a stupid thing to do. No, well, I've got a soundbar, haven't I? So it's like a pretty decent speaker in front of oh, my TV. So? So I can just play, I can sit on my sofa and just play whatever I want from Spotify so straight through the speaker. Hold on, so how do you listen to music? Do you just sit there? No, but if you're like, sometimes just we do. In the living room. If we've we got there. friends round and you're chatting, you know, you have a bit of music on in the background, what's your problem? No. A bit of smooth jazz, you know? Yeah, a bit of smooth jazz. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I'll just sit and listen while I'm reading or or making the sound effects when I can do them. But basically, anything you can, you can send from your iPad will play on your TV. I, I, and it's, I would be interested it's to know cool. if I can do uh, meme emulators and uh, other emulators. That would be quite interesting. Yes, it does support emulators. That, you know, they're not strictly legal, but no. you can do emulators on the... <coughs> Smooth jazz, everybody. <laughs> That's two hours long. Brilliant. Um, have this in the background. So good, but yes, you can you can basically stream uh, anything <laughs> from your iPad. Oh my god, it really is loud jukes here. Uh, anything from your iPad to your TV, pretty much. Thursday nights, everyone. 
Uh, it's very good. I'm, I'm yeah. smooth. I keep finding more. The only thing I would say. Is, oh, Jesus, this is worse than you. Um, it's only got 500 megs of RAM, so it's not the quickest machine in the world. So stuff does take a little bit of time to do stuff, but it's it's fine. I mean, sometimes you you know it comes up working, you have to wait for it to connect to stuff and what have you. But once it's up and running, it, it's just so good. Honestly, I love it. I absolutely yeah, love I it. I think. It's it's bit bit I've got I've got an echo now. Yeah. What is going on? What went on then? I don't know. I don't know. It's you. It's you. You've gone messing messing with stuff. What do you mean messing with stuff? I don't know. Got an echo. Oh, it's gone now. That's you. You were doing that. I wasn't doing anything, honestly. You liar. Um, I was playing smooth jazz, and then everything stopped. I couldn't hear anything. Good. That's that's the power of smooth jazz. Now he's playing it again just to see what's going to happen. Stop it. Sorry. Shit. Shit. Um, yeah, so anyway, I've got to say, if you're thinking of investing in a Raspberry Pi, I right. can totally recommend it. I mean, to set up the operating system took about 10 minutes <clears> because you, you literally just pick the operating system you want off the SD card and click install, and it just does the business. I'd use it for games, which is what this podcast is all about. Yeah, I mean, with that, you have to do a different operator, and you you probably have to hey, do a bit normal, more. That was pretty smooth. I like the way you did that. You get one of these. Sm- <laughs> <laughs> You've got to do a bit smooth. more work, I think, to get emulators running it. But apparently, you can run emulators on it. You can do it. And you can do the sort of control all your electrical items from your sofa in your house and stuff like that with it. So there's lots of ways of using it anyway, but uh, mine's just a media center and it's very cool. And it, it costs about eight. Listen to music. I still don't get that. It costs about eight pounds a year um, to run electricity-wise to just leave it on all of the time, so you don't ever have to turn it so off you once you've got it. Just sit in your living rooms too. Sometimes. Listen yeah, to listen it. to music. Definitely not that, but uh, <laughs> I often listen to some sort of music in the right. room. It is See, I've tried that, Stuart. I've got a soundbar. I've got Orbit sound soundbar, and uh, I yep. stream music from my iPhone and iPad. And, it, you know, I put, you know, I put a song on, and after about 20 seconds, I'm thinking, this is bloody boring. I turn it off. Yeah. I mean, I tend to read while I'm listening to music or something like that. So I am doing other stuff, you know, or I'm pottering about doing the housework or I'm washing up or whatever it may be. You know, so I'm doing stuff usually or cooking. You know, so. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. no, I wasn't meant to play that. <laughs> that was funny. Um, but I have played a game or two this uh-huh. week, so I will Video get to games. that. I have played. I have played something. So anyway, Raspberry Pi, the great. Raspberry Ooh. Pi, get one. 40, really good. 43 minutes in, and it's the first talk of video games. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, we're not really 43 minutes in, though, because Ginny's been farting around for <laughs> it. It's about 25. Yeah, it's about 25. Um, yeah, Hearthstone on the iPad, still playing that. Got to say, every now and again, I'll dip in every night at least sort of one or two games. Uh, still loving it, still really enjoying it, still winning some and losing some, you know, so it's fairly balanced out at the moment. I haven't got as heavily into it as a lot of people, though. I'm sort of more casually playing it, you know, just dip in and out. I haven't created another deck this week, so I'm just sort of, you know, playing on and off. You still playing it, Ginny? I am, yeah. Pretty the same as you um because yeah i'll just dip in and out, play a few games i'll do the daily challenges yeah try and get those out that's what way. i'm doing yeah get some gold so you can buy some other shit exactly 
Uh, there was a guy. There was a guy bought the the most expensive DLC, you know, like forty packs of cards or something, just to see whether it was worth the cash. Was it? Just to see what he got. I haven't actually read the article, but he basically bought you know a forty forty packs of cards just to see what he got and whether it was actually worth it. So, don't know. I'll have to read that at some point. Uh, Amar, have you played this Half Stone? Um, nope, I have not. I don't tend to game much on my iPad. Yeah, but it is a game, I guess, but it's a card No, I'm not a big gamer when it comes to the mobile devices or the iPad, but I really like Hearthstone. Yeah, it is good. I shall talk that that to the list. Yeah. No, it's definitely worth a try, honestly. uh, And it's free, so you can't not give it a whirl, can you, for free? That was the big selling point, to be honest. It is a big selling point, (laughs) because you don't have to pay. Um, Now, the other thing I've played, I played the Dreadout demo which is, I can't think where it's from. It's from, the, it's from like Indonesia, I think. It's an Indonesian game. Sorry. Uh, very much. It's, it's a little bit late, but here we go. See? There you go, you see? Sounds cool already. Down. <laughs> so, this, so this Dreadout game, Stu, is that, is that a third-person supernatural horror game where you play as Linda, a high school student trapped in an old abandoned town? kind of you do it's very ah, sort of dropping like wikipedia i know yeah it's, so, it's sort of kind of like silent hillish really um and very much in that style as well but i, I must admit i only played it for about 15 minutes because it i don't know it just felt a bit clunky and i don't know did, did don't you know. crap yourself no not really i wasn't i wasn't blown away i wasn't blown away but i will go back well, and give it another go like I don't know, it's a bit... Like this? No, that sounds like a porn film. Um, Sweet. Oh, oh. Okay, okay. (laughs) Oh, oh. There you go. Gordon Iden. (laughs) Schnell, schnell. Um... (laughs) So, yes, Dread Out. Um, (laughs) It's pretty good. (laughs) It's pretty good if you like, I guess, Japanese horror games, but me not so much. And I kind of like weird games normally, but I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's kind of like, don't know, a bit, felt a bit clunky. But, you know, maybe I'll give it more of a whirl and I might like it. I might like it. Now, a game I did think I was going to like, and I have ended up not really liking it at the moment. Because I thought it was right up my street. And I don't know, it just kind of isn't, which is called Jazz Punk. Have you heard of this? Um, Jazz Punk? No, but I've heard of smooth jazz. I know, yeah. No, I have heard trust of this. It, I trust it to have jazz in the title. But I um, think of what it is. I have heard of this it's, now. It's kind of this really weird game. I mean, I like weird games, as you know. And shit games as well. And shit games. But this is almost <laughs> too weird and too shit for me. Yeah. And it's like... I don't even know how to explain it. It's like it's pretty, weird. It's too weird and shit for you. It's weird graphics, and you go to this place, and it's kind of Stanley Parable-ish in a way. Right. It's got a bit of Stanley Parable in it. But but I mean, there are some funny bits in it. It's meant to be like a comedy game. Okay. Tell, and there are I, some. I tell you what, Stu, you're lucky Duke isn't here. Stanley Parable would set off. Yeah, there are some comedic moments like the, you go to see this guy who gives you your first mission and you have to take this pill or something that transports you into Mate. this virtual 
reality thing. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, but he goes, right, I'm going to head downstairs now, right? And he does the, like, you know, pretends to walk down the stairs behind his desk. Right. And when you go and look behind the desk, he's on his back bubbling, you know, like he's drunk or something. So he does that, so he does that like age-old joke of pretending to go down the stairs when there aren't any really any stairs there. I don't know. And then it's like you're like a spy, so you have to go around and investigate stuff. And like I had this side mission where I had to follow stuck on chewing gum on mailboxes. So he's like, find the mailbox with the chewing gum stuck on the right-hand side. So you have to wander around until you find the mailbox. And then there's another message on the mailbox to send you to your next objective. It was just really weird. Was it weird as taking the pill in the Matrix? Yes, very weird. Very weird. And I'd struggle to recommend it because I don't really know who'd like it. Because, you know, I like say I like weird and shit stuff. But even I found it a bit weird and shit. Wow. So it was too weird and shit for you then? Yeah, it was It was too... I mean, I was struggling to work out what I had to do next. So, I, you know, I went to look at a walkthrough just to see what happened next, see if it would give me at least get me going. And reading the walkthrough, I was like, I don't think I would have ever figured that out, that I had to do that to get to the next bit. Because it's so vague of what you're meant to do. There's no... It gives you no... There's no kind of tutorial at all. There's nothing really to tell you what your next objective is, specifically. I mean, one thing, I had this weird gun that I got off this guy down an alleyway, and I had to shoot pigeons out of the sky with it. And then the pigeons I had to go and give to somebody else. It was just weird. It was just really weird. And then they were robot pigeons. Was it, is it on Steam? Know. Yeah, it is on Steam. It wasn't very expensive, thank God. Right. Um, but I bought it quite a while ago and then never got around to playing well, it. What's all about this and they liked it? I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. I just couldn't, I couldn't get into it. So I don't know. But what I did play uh, today and started and finished in one sitting, as I always do, uh, is The Walking Dead Season 2, Episode 3, In Harm's Way. Oh, right. Is that it now? It is. It is. And it felt like, I'll be honest, it felt like a bit of a filler episode. Ooh, this. It felt like a season. Is Season 2 not as good as Season 1 so far? Mm, I think it's on a par at the moment because i think this was kind of similar in season two to be honest <laughs> and there were don't get me wrong there were moments in this episode that were pretty shocking as there always is in the, in this game um i'm kind of gratuitous i've got to be honest one of the one of the scenes even i was like oh my god that is properly gruesome um so yeah it's it's pretty there's some pretty gruesome moments and and kind of shocking stuff at the same time Uh, apparently that's the main theme but i don't reckon yeah it did kind of sound like it but anyway it's i've got to be honest it's setting up quite kind of well really i think any tough choices um not so much Um, not so much. I've got to say, in this in this particular um, game, the, the the sort of the second season, there's not been what I consider as many tough choices as there were in the original one. Okay. There's been some, but no, there's not been anywhere I've sort of sat there and gone, "Oh my god, I don't know what to do. I don't I don't know which way to go in this situation." You know, there's not the the, the kind. It, it seems a bit more subtle. Which is kind of a good thing in some ways because you're making choices, but you're not quite sure what the outcome is going to be. Well, it's a little you know, blurred lines. 
Yeah, it feels a bit more subtle as into stuff you do and stuff you don't. And I do get the feeling that the branches might have been a little bit bigger if you if you sort of did did a different decision on stuff. And it, it does refer back, it seems to refer back to stuff, decisions you made earlier in, in a more subtle way as well. Blurred lines. Yeah, blurred lines, that is good. Yeah. Oh my God, you really are becoming Duke. He'll be very proud of you. Yeah, he's going to be proud of you. Um, so, but yeah, I've got to say, I can. I mean, you need. I, I, you're not playing this at all yet, are you? No, I'm waiting for the fifth episode. Uh, yeah, you need to get playing. It's so good. So, are you playing this? Yeah, when I play it, I'll binge play it. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this episode, by the way, lasted about an hour and three quarters. Right. It was about an hour and three quarters. That's an hour not and too bad. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I'll tell you what, Walking though. Walking Dead. If you want to listen to it. <laughs> loading times, the loading times on the PS3 version are pitifully slow. Oh I think, my god! I think I had to cross the board with the console versions of the game. Yeah, I must admit I've been playing obviously the Wolf Among Us on the PC, and you, you, the loading times are short as anything. And I think I'd, I really noticed it today because, and and sometimes which is really annoying is the the screen will stay blank, but the audio comes on before the screen comes on, so you're hearing people talking before you actually see anything. Just unnecessary audio is annoying. It is. Um, but that's kind of about it. That's kind of about it. I think if Duke listens to the show, Omar, I think he'll be like, somebody annoyed Stu this week with sound effects. At least somebody did. I know. I know. And Millie's been playing Smash... Is it Smash Hit or whatever it's called? That Duke was going on about the other week on the iPad. I don't know. Have you, have you heard of this? It's it's pretty good, actually. And, and she is by far and away got the highest score on... the. On, on the leaderboards for for the game centre by a long way. She is like thrashing everybody. Smash hit again. Smash hit. It's it's kind of an interesting little concept. It's better on the iPad, I would have said. Although I guess you could use your thumbs on an iPod or an iPhone. Uh, but if you have an iPad, you have to use both hands because you have to. You basically it, it's it's a very simple concept. So you're basically going through a 3D world first person style, but there's no avatar or anything. You can't see anything. And you're just firing ball bearings at targets in the world. And every time you hit one, you get more balls. And if you miss stuff, then you lose your balls. Does that make sense? Sounds painful. But Millie plays for ages. One game lasts her forever. I said she would have been that kid back in the day who could play like Pac-Man for about an hour on one like 10p. You know, the kid who used to piss you off because you had to wait ages to have a go. Because <laughs> you're like so good. That would have been Millie back in the day, that would. Um, but that's about me. But as you are the guest, Amar, and, um, you know, very kindly agreed to come on the show, let's hear what you've been up to in the last six months. Last six months? Bloody hell, that's, a, that's a quite a large uh, time. Come on, Amar. Six months. Yeah, six months. So what have you played in the last six months? Let's do it. Um, well, I can tell no, you. I'm joking. I'm joking. I can tell you what I've been playing in the last week. We've been doing a yeah, that's probably better. Smooth. No, I've, uh, I had a couple of um, um, accreditation exams in February, March, which finished in April, so I've been catching up on me gaming. Um, I did pick up Forza 5 on the X-Bone. All right, okay. A very, very shiny and a very, very cracking game. I have to say I'm very, very impressed with that one. Mm. Um, one of the things that, I, that sort of caught me off guard, which I guess wasn't explained in the reviews, was you know, like in Forza Three and Four, they've got they've got this thing called a called a drivatar. So basically, you play about three races, and 
the machine learns how you race and you can put your driver tart in I suppose are you racing and I'll go and do the races for you but on Xbone because of you know the whole cloud computing thing you start the you basically start off and you can't do anything until you complete three races and then what it does it then takes your driver tar and sends it to the cloud and it appears in other people's games so when you're playing a game with someone else you know like a, a gold race or, a, or like a rally race the actual AI is actually other people's driver tars so I'm playing a race and I've got the driver tower off my friends on Xbox Live racing alongside me. And it's bloody amazing. It's seriously good. So let me let me ask you this. So if, I mean, I'm shit at racing games. Right. So if, if I was playing this, right, uh-huh. and I just crashed into everybody and was just like driving in the gravel all the time and sort of on the grass and just like really shit at it. Yep. Uh, is that what my driver tar would be doing? Would he be running everybody off the road and driving yeah. in the gravel? And no, the I, I think well, I, I did. I did have a look on the forums about this, and if you try and uh, you know glitch the thing, you know if you try and race like an absolute arse, um, it just won't upload at all. Um, well, I, I would race like an arse, but not on purpose. I don't think I will let you do that unless you unless you race cleanly. Yeah, but no, no, you can't say that. They can't go. Oh, he's run off a corner. We're not going to use that, can they? How did he decide? Don't know, don't know. I mean, I, I know some people that have tried to sort of uh, raise as bad as possible and uh, they basically have to keep on racing in a clean line and come first, second, third, fourth or fifth and they have to keep on doing I mean, I think there was one guy on the Forza forums, I think he had to race about eight times. He tried to glitch the game in the first five races or glitch his avatar upload. It didn't work until he actually got three clean races and then, and then he basically sent it off to the cloud. Um Right. But it, it works pretty well because a, a friend of mine's a Colin, major defect in Xbox Live. Um, he's been in, in like a few of my races, and his driver tar drives just like him, uh, breaking late, ramming you up the backside as usual. Um, but it's a, I mean, the only thing I would say about Forza Five is the Jeremy Clarkson, Richard Hammond, uh, you know, all the voiceovers, because it's tied in with Top Gear, and I just can't stand those two. So is Jeremy Clarkson being racist then? I know, he's just being a tool, you know, usual, you know, this is a Porsche 911, this, nah, no, sorry. Uh, the one person who, I, who I've got a lot of time for, James May, he's not on it. So it's Hammond and it's, uh, and it's Clarkson and, uh, but you know, I, I can make the thing, but um, it's a very, very, it's a very good looking, uh, very, very good looking game and uh, seriously impressed with that. That's very good. So what else have you been up to, Danny? Uh, I think the Titanfall DLCs are out, so I've been playing about Titanfall in the last few days. Titanfall! Titanfall. Titanfall. So is that on the bone or the 360? On the bone. All right, okay. On the bone. Um, I don't norm- I don't normally... Um, I mean, uh, I sort of prefer shooting games where, you know, like Gears of War, where it's like a duck and cover mechanism. So games like Call of Duty and um, Battlefield and uh, Halo... Um, I'm not really a big fan of, and uh, even though there's no duck and cover mechanism in Titanfall, it's just absolutely brilliant. The Titans really do make that game, and uh, I think I'll be downloading the DLCs uh, later on to do it tomorrow morning. Right. I mean, it's like I say. I mean, I'm I'm not really that bothered. I must admit, it's not it's not something that I'm going to run out and buy an Xbox One for really, or an X Bone, as as they hate you calling it. I don't know. I don't know, I'm just not that bothered. Talking of bone. Uh, yeah, talking of bone. Uh, hold on. Uh, fuck what? you. Here what? we go. What? Drop oh, here we go. Freaking bone here. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Do you know, he really is like Duke, isn't he? We'll get there in the end. By the way, I very rarely ever edit the podcast now, so whatever happens will happen and stay in pretty much. Good, I'll fuck it up. 
Yeah, it's going to be fun. Going to be fun. All those extra listeners we've gained over the last sort of few months ago, we're going to lose them all. Yes. They'll be going, what is this shit? Bring back Duke. The high quality production that we put on. Absolutely. They'll be like, what is happening? This is shit. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, anything else I'm after you? Uh, Forza 5, Titanfall. I got my pre-order for Watch Dogs in last week. Oh, uh, I did mine, as you heard on the uh, show, I yeah? I did, yeah. Looking forward to that game. And uh, uh, how, Can I ask, how, how much is yours costing you? I used a couple of um, vouchers from Tesco online, you know, this 10% off home, whatever. And I think I'm getting mine for £34. That's not bad. It's That's pretty not bad. good. For th- 30 on the PC. It's pretty good. I've seen I've seen a couple of the graphics, and uh, I think, uh, yep, that should be... Uh, That'll, you know, I'll be I'll, so so. Is that on the bone? That is, is on that. That, on that is on the bone. So I'll be playing mine at 1080p, probably about 50, 60 frames. Uh, here what, we are go. Go. what are you going to be getting on yours? Nine, 900p. <laughs> no, you're not. The PS4's got 900p. The Xbox's got 798. And I don't care. I don't care. Category. No, this is off. They are. 30 frames locked. This is all fanboy talk, isn't it? I'm not it that concerned. Bad, and of course, it's not. It's and, trolling. And, I'm trolling you, man. And with, um, with Microsoft, how, you know, they made the decision now to sell the X-Bone without the Kinect. All that extra processing power that was locked up for the X for the Kinect will now go towards making the... Well, we'll get to that later in the news, <laughs> I'm sure. We'll get that later in the news. Um, but that being said, right, who gives a shit? I mean, look, right, just get over it. I mean, I've seen all these stories about... 900p this and 700 and whatever p that and whatever 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 look just be happy with what you got and get on with it jesus and get a ps4 yeah get a ps4 though <laughs> or a pc get a good gaming pc that's what you really need uh, no that's what you... you just want a gaming pc man i don't want a game it's PC. A... i don't like playing my games on a pc why because it's uncomfortable it's not uncomfortable. I've got I've got what was voted um, the comfiest you, gaming chair. I haven't got what you've got. It's cheap, it's cheap, it's an IKEA chair. I don't I've got but a it was voted. chair, but I have to hunch over my laptop like some leper. No, you don't, because you can use a gamepad. I don't want to use a gamepad. <laughs> well don't don't have a console then if you don't want to use a gamepad. What's your problem? Well look I'm because I'm on a Mac and I have to Plug it in and all sorts of shit. Oh, God, you have to plug a cord in the USB. What was that, that all about? So difficult. I don't know if it'll work straight away. I don't know. Well, you'll have to have a look. I don't I'm know. screen on my Mac's only small. Where's my, uh, my TV? What a shame, honestly. My li- all I'm saying is, the, the way it's all set up for me is it's not very comfortable. It's not very comfortable. I'm not prepared to go to the effort to make it comfortable. You cannot be asked. No. Can't be asked. But I must admit, you know, it's so like I'm just looking like Murdered Soul Suspects is twenty two quid on the on the PC to buy. Um I don't know how much it is on other platforms, but I mean that's so cheap, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's like it's 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 so hard to justify console prices. Even though I've got a PS4, if it's cheaper on PC I'll just be buying it on PC. I just can't be bothered to keep worrying about it. Every time I come across a PC game, I always have problems. See, it's, 30, it's 39 quid for the PlayStation 4, 35 quid for Xbox One, and PC 21 quid. Yeah, I know, but with PC gaming yeah, comes PC problems. 
Like what? 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 What are these like, mythical like, problems? You have to like downres things, or you don't have to downres most. Right? If you if you build a fairly decent rig, standard settings. Got a decent rig. No, but sta- right. Okay. Right. Okay. Look. Right. It's a myth. Right. All this shit you're talking is a myth. Right. Because if you have an Nvidia card, right, they have this thing called the GeForce Experience. Right which is a piece of free software that comes with your card, which you install on your PC. If you click on that and the game's compatible with that, when you click on it, it will set the game to, to what it can run at based on your system. already spec. gone too far ahead of me. No, but you don't have to do, you just click on a thing to optimise for your thing, and it does it all that shit for you without you even having to mess with that's, it. That's quite, that's that's quite a useful Pro. tool. It is a useful tool. I have a MacBook Pro. I am not getting a PC. You're just you're just putting up barriers, Chini. That's no, what I you're can't, doing, mate. All right, barrier, money. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with that, mate. That much money for a PC? How are you going to do it? Yeah, but I I built mine over a year ago, and the stuff that I've got in this now is a lot cheaper than it was when I built mine. And which was and uh, it, it cost me without um, with all the stuff in fact, it was about four hundred quid. And you've had issues. Don't say you haven't, because you. What issues? What issues? I know things had? and graphics and things. And no, I haven't. The only issues I've ever had is with Unity games, and that was nothing to do with the card or the graphics. Right? It was to do with my bloody firewall. See, look, I don't want to install drivers or anything like that. I just want to plug. Because you have bloody Komodo, and and when I found out what it was, all you have to do is right click on the icon and, and just tick game mode, and then it it works fine. All PC gaming is for me is like the odd quirky game on Steam comes goes on sale, and I'll buy it. No, I've but there's been, I've had very few games that I can say have not run, or I've, well, I, I, I can't think of one that hasn't run at all, where I've had major it's issues. Most of them as well. Yeah, but Duke's running his via an, an, an Apple iMac. That's Mini. what I would do. No, I know, but if you have a dedicated game machine, not that's completely different. Pay for one. Yeah, I know, I know, but I'm just saying, right? You're saying the reason your game is because it's really complicated. But if you had and a proper gaming PC, it isn't complicated at all. I'm not really. Not, I'm not getting one. I just don't it's not install real. drivers. I feel like this software. Thing you don't that. install. I've not. Do you know how many drivers I've installed since I've had this PC? I'm just using that as a thing. But you know this software that you're talking about. Actually, that is that's kind of a lie because you do have to update your graphics cards every now and then. But it's no big deal. It takes about 15 minutes. It's not a big deal. Minutes. It does, honestly. The only thing you have to do, because yeah, I've got it really... You have to be a NASA through. scientist to do it. You don't. You don't. It auto does it. It does it automatically. It just does it automatically, like updating your Xbox or updating your PS3 or PS4. It just does it. I think so. It just does it. The only thing I have to do, because I'm running it for, using my TV as a monitor, a 32-inch TV as a monitor. Here we go. I have to resize it, but that's the only additional thing I have to do. Because it's not See, like, I, I don't want to but it takes about 10 minutes. It's Stop a 10-minute job. It's done. Like job creating done. a rocket probably takes... But as far as uh, games go, I've never... In Steam, all games auto-update, so you don't have to do anything with them. Yeah, I know that. You don't have to do any drivers or any of that you shit. Did drivers, you have to resize... What you're talking about is, software. is something... What you're talking yeah, about is something that was PC gaming 10 years ago. Not special now. Special effects. Whatever. I'm not... I'm feeling it. I like my console. I like the console experience. I like to plug it in, and then everybody's on the side. And that's exactly what a PC bloody It goes does in the box, or you download it first, and it works. I don't have to worry. That's what you do on the P bloody C. <laughs> yeah, but there's always complications. There isn't. There is. What complications? 
your um, config sys well, file might get corrupted? Well, what? When, when? I, mine's never done that. When I played Rust, I t- that yeah. took me fucking ages to. Yeah, but it's because you're on a freaking Mac that's not got a mega a graphics card. It doesn't matter. It, it, it's Steam Play. It should work. It should work, but you've got to have the minimum specs and everything, haven't you? You've got to fiddle with your. Pro is brand new, pretty much. Yes, but what graphics get? It's not built for gaming, is he? It's pretty fucking quick. I know it is, your, but it's all about the graphics card. Your MacBook's got an NVIDIA card, hasn't it, Jenny? Probably. What's it got in it? Yeah. He doesn't even know. He's not a clue what the hell. No, he's paid a lot of money Mac. for it. Nah, if it's got, yeah, if, it's know, a, if it's a MacBook Pro, it will definitely have an NVIDIA graphics card in it. He doesn't know what's in his MacBook Pro. He hasn't got a clue. If it's a MacBook Pro. It's definitely got whatever card needs to be in it. Yeah, whatever. And whatever. It plays games. Gone home and stuff. Yeah, I know it does. I know. Look, I'm, I can't even no, be asked. The solution anymore. I had to come up because I said PC I to... anyway, not Mac. The, the, a gaming PC, not a bloody Mac. The solution that I had to come up with to play Rust was bloody like I have to open it as a window thing, not full screen, and a certain P and all this. Yeah, but there's a reason for that, right? I'm talking about gaming PCs. So you're a PC elitist. There you go. No, I'm just saying that. I've not had any any of those issues that you're describing. I think that's all I can sound effects about. makes you angry. That's why I'm angry. It doesn't get me angry. <laughs> I'm not angry. No. I'm just saying I don't play okay. that stuff. Anyway. Um, I need some jazz to cool me down. Is there anything else you're, you've been playing, Amar? <laughs> anything else you've been playing, Amar? Um, I've uh, I snuck in my pre-order for Mario Kart 8. Um He's the one. He's the one in the UK. That's not the Wii U. He is. I'm I'm the one. I hold my hands up. Guilty as charged. I'm sort of leaning towards. What, a Wii U? I'm not going to get a Wii U, but there are some games on the Wii U that I look at and I think... I'll tell you what, Jenny, I, um, it's, um, I'll tell you along, the minute, the minute it, get, it gets around about 100, I mean, if you can pick one up for around about 180, 170 pounds, uh, you will get one. It's, uh, it's, a, fun, well, it's, a, good, it's a good machine. And, a lot of money uh, for you. It is. Um, I bought it primarily for Mario Kart 8, but in the meantime, I've had, such, I've had amazing games like Super Mario 3D World and Pikmin and Zelda. And what's yeah. the latest one? Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, which is absolutely fantastic. One of the best games I've well, played in the last couple of months. In about a year's time, they'll probably drop it to 100 quid. So. Um, yeah, we'll get on to that. I think if Nintendo, if they do announce a, a new console, that'll be Nintendo's Dreamcast, i.e. it'll be their last home console. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. We'll ah. see. Man. No, I think I think what one of the guys said last week is what they should do. They should just have a sort of handheld that works on your TV. That's what they should. Well, do. they've got they've got one last stab because the the reason why I see that I see the I make the comparison to the Dreamcast is um, Sega pissed everyone off with the with the Mega Thirty Two X, and then they cocked it up even further with the Sega Saturn. And then when the Dreamcast came around, they got everything spot on. That was the first console with, you know, online gameplay, etc. But by then, they'd <clears> pissed <throat> off. They basically cocked up two versions or two or two home systems, and it was too late for them. And Nintendo have pissed folk off with the Wii. They effectively see. I've even I've even come up with a name for this handheld console. Do you know what it is? Yoo-hoo. No, 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 no. A Nintendo Wii DS. Wii DS. There you go. You see, Wii DS. There you go. See? It's got a ring to it. It sounds like three. Wii. See? Wii DS. Name. Ever. 
No, he's not as good. The Nintendo Wii DS. They've got to drop the Wii from the whole title in the first place. Loki's, Loki's got to ring people, know the Wii, they know the DS, combine them together. Match made in heaven, I tell you what. That's so a recipe bad for that I wouldn't put it past Nintendo, to be honest. It is, I tell you, the Wii DS. You can, look, he's got a ring already, on it? Do you know, that would be so funny if that came true. Oh, yeah. I don't think <laughs> Can you imagine? I think we are at E3, uh, our closed room press conference. What we love about the Wii is the the controller. What we love about the DS is how much money it makes us. The Wii DS, (laughs) everyone. There you go. The Wii DS. The Wii DS. And then Reggie walks (laughs) off, and then this music plays. It's a winner you, right there. I, I tell, tell you, you that, that jazz music fits a lot of things, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things I would probably just say as well is um, I picked up a Sega Game Gear last week on uh, eBay. Uh, uh. Dirt cheap person living around the corner from me. Um, and I had a quick chat with our own Stu, you know, you know um, Stuart Leckie. He's uh. got one as well. And uh, he has advised me to get it sent away to be refurbed. Because apparently Game Gears, their capacitors tend to leak, and the sound goes a bit down, so I'll be sending that off. Um, how, how much is that going to cost to refurb, then? It's going to cost me £20 to get it refurbed. Oh, that's not too bad, is And it? I picked it up for 15 with a TV tuner and a battery pack. Absolutely. So 35 quid all done. Yes, I'm quite pleased with that. And I picked up some guy was selling a, Sega, a brand new, well, a mint condition Sega Mega Drive on Gumtree two weeks ago. And he, won, right. and he wanted £10 for it. Well, that's a lot of money. So I gave him £10. There you yeah. go. Thank you very much. Well, hey. Um, so I've just been building up my little uh, retro collection very slowly. And uh... Yeah, my wife would have a duck feet if I started buying shit like that. If I came home, <laughs> like, well, I've got, I've got a Nintendo 64. It's brilliant. Came out 10 years ago. 15 years. It's a future of gaming. Look at this. It wouldn't suit you, though, Sue, because you like new and shiny things. <laughs> I do, I do. It'd be old and like... You don't like old and tatty things. No, not really. Not really. I'm not into antiques, I must admit. None of that shit it's does a good job your wife hasn't got the same mentality. You know, I watch, <laughs> I see the antiques roadshow every now and again, and some dude will come on with some mouldy old chair and like, who wants that piece of shit? What do you want that for? You want a nice new modern thing. You don't want one of those old shit things, do you? I don't you think you do did you, Armour. You can't compare a mouldy old chair to an Nintendo 64, can you? I don't know. Yeah, you can't like Golden Eye on an old chair. Exactly. You could do if you were sat on it. <laughs> <laughs> you see? You see, you could. Oh, Tell dear. you. Wii DS is the future. Never. I'll just put that down here. Wii DS, and I'll get that patented. There we go. Yeah. Get it done. Get yeah. it done, man. I might even do a website. The domain name, yeah. Yeah, domain name. www.weeds.com. Let's see if it's let's see if it's already taken. I know, yeah, that would be funny, wouldn't it? Um, is that it for you, Amar? It, it, it is indeed. Is, uh, you'll get on those old consoles and get get yourself a Pi emulators, you'll be away. Uh, Wii DS is a, it's a Nintendo DS emulator for the Wii. There you go. There you go, you see. It's already out there. It's already out there. Um, so, Chini, what have you been playing then, apart from not so much? Not a lot. Not a lot, to be honest. I have uh, been playing Halo Wars, of course. Halo Wars, of course. That's Halo just Wars. as certain as breathing, isn't it? You do it every week. It's like having sex or going for a piss. Well, one out of two ain't bad. Um, I don't piss much. 
is what I'm saying. Uh, no. No, no. So I've been playing Halo Wars, and I've been really enjoying uh, Call of Duty Ghosts. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. And the ghost. Is that the multiplayer now you're on to, or are you still on the single? No, no. Finish the single player now. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, because I haven't really had many like, opportunities to play video games in a big bulk, you know? Because I'm still in the middle of Assassin's Creed. However, I like to play Assassin's Creed when I've got a few hours. And I yeah. haven't had that yeah. sort of time slot, you see. So, Call of Duty multiplayer is just perfect for when you've got an hour, an hour and a half, and you just want to play a few games. God, I wish I wish I had an hour, an hour and a half to play games these days. I've got to say, my gaming time is very limited. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, so I'm still, I'm still in the middle of Assassin's Creed, but like... I've st- I've still got it, you know, with a Call of Duty game. Have you? Yeah. Are you kicking ass? I'm, 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 now and again, now and again, I've been taking pictures of my good scores. Um, let's have a look. Here we go. Here we go. I took a picture today of my very good score. Um, I, I got 30 kills and one death. Wow, that is pretty good. So, yeah, I only died. So, what's your what's your overall? Kill death, uh, kill death ratio. Then what are you oh, doing now? And another match, I got thirty kills again with three deaths. Oh, that's pretty oh, good. So, but I don't know what. My... So are you, are you camping then, or are you just? No, sort of no, 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 no. I, I mostly just sort of stick to uh, sort of route, and um, I sort of run back and forth, but I don't just take people out. So what are the maps like then? Are they better than the older ones? I think so. Yeah. What so some of my favourite ones is like a crash site because in the in the main game uh, you're in space and the satellite crashes onto Earth and it crashes into like a castle ruin place, right? And that's one of the maps and that's a really good map. I like that nice open area, green, um, good. You know, there's, there's some good things going on in that map. I like it. There's like a burnt out house and things. Um, there's a there's a scene in the game where a building blows up halfway and falls on another building and scrapes the front end of that building off. Wow, that sounds cool. It is. And so you play in that broken building that I got landed on. So that's quite that's quite a small map, quite hectic. Um, I don't like all the maps, but there are some really good ones on there. It's definitely one of my favourite Call of Duties since Modern Warfare 2 or Black Ops. Have you played many in between, though? I've played them all. Oh, have you? Have you played multiplayer on them all as well? I've played multiplayer on them all. So how, let me, let me ask you this question then. So how different is the multiplayer on this compared to the original Modern Warfare? Not, mm, uh, the original Modern Warfare. Yeah, the very, you know, Call of Duty 4 when it There's came just out. more stuff. But is it, I mean, if you, if you have to compare the two side by side, is it distinctly different or is it still much more of the same? It, 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 the, the reason that that, Okay, this is a tough question. Okay, so th- what, why it's addictive is that five seconds of killing somebody and shooting somebody and getting that point come up on the screen. You know what I mean? That's the reason why yeah. it's addictive. That is still the same. However, the, di- there's different toys to play with now. You know, Modern Warfare 1, Call of Duty 4, didn't have care packages and it didn't have, you know, different sorts of kill streaks and. Uh, and different characters and stuff because you can what you can do in this one you can play as different characters so you can basically play as character let's call him john right and right to unlock a new character like steve they, they've got all the yeah. names in this i'm just using this as an example 
I like it. I like it. John, Steve, we're getting it. Yeah. So, so you, you know, I'll be playing as John, and I'm a level 22 or whatever with John. And if yeah. I unlock yeah. like Steve, who looks really cool, I have to start again, level one. Right. So they never did that before, which is quite interesting. I don't really see the point in it, but hey, it's there. You know. So if you prestiged, full prestige, ten prestige with one character, you can start again with another character. Right. God knows okay. why. Um, because if you play that much, then you're insane. But I went into a game, and everybody but me was 10th prestige, which means they've gone to level 60 10 times. Yeah, shit. And, you see, I don't get it. I don't get it, because I just see that, and this, this probably sounds a bit sort of, I don't know, narrow-minded, I guess, but I just see that as a total waste of my time. Yeah, I could... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If I was doing that, I'd just think, what the hell have I just wasted hundreds and hundreds of hours? It's just fun. Like, I don't know. What, my experience with it, like... I have an hour to play video games. I play Call of Duty because it's like comfort food. I know, you know, what to do. I don't have to learn anything. I don't have to be too engaged. I can listen to a podcast or some music while I'm playing. And I just play it. And it's fun. Yeah, I mean, I get all of that. But I don't know. I just feel like I'd rather be doing something more productive with my limited gaming time than running around the map. It's funny, isn't it? Because what do you see as productive? Because people standing from the outside would see games as non-productive over, across the board. You know what I mean? No, but well, something like... But I know what you mean, Stu. I'm on your... Something like but, a proper story with something yeah. to actually engage you rather than... For someone who's just more yeah, stats okay. and the numbers and the upgrades, then this is productive. Yeah, I suppose you're right. It, depend, it just depends where your values are in gaming. Like, And I, I like stories and stuff, but sometimes, you know, you just want to shoot shit. You're right, you at do. Moment, I mean, sometimes you do just want to shoot. At shit. the moment, Stu, like the, you know, there's not a lot of games around. I mean, I'm playing Assassin's Creed, I've got that going on, but to be honest, I just feel like shooting stuff. That's, that's you just want to shoot shit. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, I, I just, I, I, for some reason at the moment, I just, I just feel like playing Call of Duty, I feel like shooting things, and I might do for a couple of weeks before I send it back. Yeah. 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 And that's it, really. And that's it. Um, so at that point, I guess we need to do some news. So let's have the newsy jingle, jingle news, man. Uh, we haven't even got one, have we? Because yeah, Duke's not here. It's the news! The news! Don't do that. Well, you know, it's better than no jingle at all, I guess. At all. Um, so yes, let's uh, let's do some Chinese news time. Here we go, uh, I guess. So Chini, what's in the news this week? Um, well, this week we have more fake E3 stuff. Yeah, this has come uh, courtesy of Amar, believe it or not. Is that fake? I don't. I don't know. Uh, well, let's, let's say fake this. because we're skeptical. Yeah, yeah. We 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 always say it's fake. Because it's obviously fake. Because it, it probably is. Yeah, it's um, fake. I mean, you can put as much marker pen as you like once you've printed it off with a logo on the top of the art sheet. I mean, I could design this on my PC without much of an issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, shall we, shall we read through what, what's on the 
Yeah, go, go. Let's see what supposedly... Although, I've got to say, the Sony does mirror the other rumoured leak. And this does stick with the more traditional, looks like it's on a wooden floor. Floor. It's a a picture of a document. It is. So it looks a little bit more uh, uh, legit, but it's not. Here we go. So, Microsoft press conference... um, on this fake document, it has listed Beyond Good and Evil 2 gameplay on the one. Um, yeah. A Direct X12 trailer. That's yeah. interesting. So, uh, I mean, that's, that's kind of... I guess that could be true because it will, they will do that on the one just to show... Because, obviously, they're getting lots of grief at the moment for sort of not being as powerful as a PS4. You know, there's a lot of... of sort All of, of these games, say, for the one. Yeah, but what I'm saying is there's a lot of fanboys out there that are going, ah, oh, the, the, the Xbox One's not as good as the PS4 and all this kind of stuff. Um, if they did do a demo of DirectX 12, because they've, they've always said once you get that up and running on the One, it will improve the standard of the games under considerably. Mm. So if this, you know, if this shows what it's capable of you know, and, and how much it's going to improve, and if it does like, blow everybody away, they, they've almost onto a winner there, aren't they? Because they can say, look, we told you. But you just had to be patient. Look, for what it's going to do. I sort of kill. I, I, I call bullshit on this document, though. To be honest. Yeah, I do. What I do. But I think all three, like, you know, um, shows beyond one document. Oh no, I would. I would imagine when they're planning out, you know, how E three is going to work, they would have documents like it's this. all locked down like this. No, but, yeah. I think it's all like Sony wouldn't know what Microsoft's doing officially. They'd have to like find out. No, this this you've got to assume would be for people at E3 only, not for the other de- well, the other sort. Of you guys, maybe I think you're probably right. This is probably a fake because I'm a Gears of War fanboy, and it says here Gears of War four gameplay. Now I know I read something last week. Well, not not last week, a few days ago, really, where they've come up with a concept for Gears of War, but they're nowhere near showing anything gameplay-wise. So I don't think they can show Gears of War 4 anything to do with Gears of War 4. Well, they have got a prototype build. But I thought that wasn't at that stage yet, where they can actually show gameplay. Well, they're probably saying that. Uh, they're only 100 mm. days in, apparently. I mean, don't get me wrong, if they, if, they, if they announce Gears of War 4, I will be absolutely ecstatic. But what you've, what you've got to understand is, you know, these developers will make a mini sort of part of a game for E3. They will put something together just yeah, to show it. The other reason why I call bullshit on this is because all of these games are games that we already know about, where there's always something that comes out of E3 that we just had no idea yeah, that you never heard of so, before, and you're like, what the this hell is This list is very convenient. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with you. So anyway, I'm going to quickly run through it. Cause I, well, carry on, carry on. We've only, I've already said one game. Um, so here we go. Yes, uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 for the Xbox One, DirectX uh, 12, sorry, trailer, yeah. Fable Legends, Forza Horizon 2, Gears of War 4, Halo 5 tech demo, uh, Connect TV, and shows now if this was legit that would say halo 5 guardians tech demo um uh, call of duty advanced warfare quantum break star wars battlefront 3 and dlc now if this was in order then they wouldn't end on some dlc news you know what i mean no they wouldn't um do something else i'll just run there's other things that are playable well they always do that and oh one more thing one thing. More thing final fantasy 20 um 
Uh, yeah, there's some other games that are listed playable on show, but I won't read those out. Yeah, don't bother about those. So on Sony, it's Destiny, some gameplay, Drive Club trailer, God of War 4, Indie Games trailer, Infamous Second Son, The Order 1886, Uncharted 4, The Sunken Blade, apparently, and Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs would already be up by then, wouldn't it? Yeah, before. Yeah, they have like this is what you can play right now. Yeah, un- I think I, I, no, I think the Last of Us. They showed the Last of Us, and it came yeah. out on the same day as E3. Yeah, but it's coming out in like a week. Yeah, it's out in a week, Watch Dogs. So oh, that's like, quite a bit before yeah. this, because that's June the ninth. So they wouldn't <laughs> be sure. I, I'd be very shocked if that's what they ended on. I'd be again. very shocked if any of this comes. Uh, it's to true. Fruition. Anyway. And Nintendo, there's no press conference, obviously, but it says playable. Uh, Bayonetta 2, uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night 2, Hyrule Warriors, Mario Kart 8, Monster Hunter 4, Pokemon Fighters, Sonic Boom! Uh, Sonic Smash, Boom! Uh, Smash Brothers for the 3DS and the Wii U, some Final Fantasy bullshit. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Shard of Noise. Now, has has there any sort of Legend of Zelda game been announced? No, nope. the, there nothing at all. There's just that crappy little, um, what's that called, um, Hyrule Warriors. Just that, really. And I say crappy because I've got no intention of buying that. So if this were true, this would they be... They have announced um, that they're working on a, a, another th- full 3D Zelda game. Yeah, but this, you know, if this were true, you know, they've come up with they've come up with some interesting names, haven't they? Because we've got uh, Legend of Zelda: Shard of Nightmare and Uncharted 4: The Sunken Blade. So at least it put a bit of effort in to their fate list. <laughs> Still called bullshit, though. Yeah, I do. I agree. I think it is bullshit. Uh, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if if Microsoft don't show off um, DirectX 12 and what it can do for the the Xbox One because they've got to do something at the moment. Jeez. See if this if this list was true, I'd sit back and I'd laugh at you with some smooth jazz in the background. It's not going to be true. We've done. We've been through all this shit before. They're never true. Hey. Um. None of this shit is ever true. So, uh, what what is true? What is confirmed? Confirmed. Is... Halo Five Guardians. Yeah, that has been confirmed. Today, Microsoft and 343 announced the next installments of the Halo universe. It's called Halo 5 Guardians. It's all about Master Chief's journey in moving on from the events of Halo 4, which no one understood. Uh, and it will be out in the fall of 2015 on the x Yeah, so this this is not coming to the 360, then? No. See, but I, I guess by... Um, autumn 2015, they can probably start thinking yeah, about I think losing the 360 support. Big, I don't think there'll be big games coming out, apart from your Call of Duties and your Fifas on the 360. Yeah. Madden. Yeah. All those kinds of games. So, uh, Guardians, uh, Halo 5 Guardians is, bigger, is a bigger effort than Halo 4, 343 General Manager Bonnie Ross wrote on Xbox Wire today. That a Applies to the content and scope of the game, as well as the technology in what's now a brand new and more powerful engine. Certainly, there are some core elements carried over from prior games, but we've invested a huge effort in retooling our tech uh, to take full advantage of the Xbox One's hardware and ecosystem to create worlds and experiences worthy of next gen. 
Yeah, I mean, again, this is, this is a good uh, move for Microsoft and the Xbox One, but if I'm being really honest, they, they need to... These kind of games, and especially at the moment, I mean, I'm guessing they probably thought the sales would have been a lot healthier than they are at the moment, and, and don't get me wrong, they're not terrible, but you would have thought they'd have tried to get a Halo game out a bit quicker after launch rather than waiting a whole... Yeah, but I think there's going to be a Halo 2 anniversary this year. Yeah, but that's that is a game, but it's not that isn't a massive sort of console. Yeah, I know, but maybe it would be better for them to to release a Halo game when there's a few more X bones out there when they've done these steps of you know releasing a Connect free versions. Yeah, but how many people who are sat on the fence thinking about buying a an Xbox One would go out and buy one for Halo Five? There'd be loads of people. That's true. That's true. But you know, like uh, I'm more in favour of hey, if this game needs another year. Give it another year. Oh yeah, no, I don't disagree with you. But I just feel like they should have been aiming to get this out sooner. You know, maybe maybe in the sort of spring of next year. You know, sort of April May time. We don't know what else they've got. No, we don't. We don't. Gears of War this year. (laughs) Probably not. But you know, isn't Sunset Overdrive coming out this year? It is, but again, that's not a console seller, is it? Really? Well, we don't know. It's a it's a brand new IP. It is a brand new IP. It was a brand new IP at one point. It was, but it didn't. Sunset (laughs) In this generation, they need something that people are familiar with that will make them go out and go, yes, I've got to have an Xbox One. Yeah, but Gears of War was sort of. We always demand new IP, and when, you know. know, We do. But to sell consoles, you need something that people are familiar with. I'm not saying we don't need new IPs as well. Gears of War sold consoles. It did do. It did do, but there was nothing else that was that cool out there at there the moment. No. We've not got anything to compete. There isn't no, they. No, but they, I don't know. If, I'm if, just saying. If Microsoft announced a new IP at E3 and everyone's like, "That is cool. It's coming out at the end of this year," it would sell consoles. And who knows? They might. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'm just. So what else? It doesn't always have to be something that we're familiar with. I I like the fact that they've given. Halo 5 another year and they could have something else this year all, all I'm saying is where Xbox One is at the moment they need a big IP that everybody knows to sell those consoles That's that would help need. but I think I would be more in favour of them, them doing it with a new IP yeah we'll have to agree to disagree also Halo Wars 2 <laughs> Halo Wars as soon as that two. comes out oh, I'm on it I mean what do you think Amal you're an Xbox One owner what is your opinion Quicker. I think it's very difficult for, I guess, for Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo to bring out a new IP. I mean, I think Chinny said last in the last, um, I think it was I was I was um, going over the last episode, and Chinny asked when was the last time Nintendo had any new IP. I don't think we've seen any new IP from any of them for quite some while. Um, but I think for sales anyway to pick up, um, they should have bought out Halo Five. I think exclusives are just tough these days because the games are so expensive to make that it's such a big gamble for developers to be exclusive to one console yeah yeah they are but they've they've got to get it out the gate man. and you've got you've got companies like microsoft and you know selling you know software houses to activision and whatnot and uh, they i mean what, what was it um, the the makers of um of pgr create was it bizarre creations i think it was bizarre yeah, they yeah. sold them off and, and they, you know they shut them down same thing happened to um Happened to the makers of Wipeout as well. I think they went down the toilet. So yeah, Sony um, Liverpool. 
yeah, so I think um, creating new IP is going to be very difficult anyway. But um, yeah, it's um, it's an interesting one. I I personally thought they should have launched them. Um, P- they should have bought PGR five with the Xbox Xbox One when that came out. But um, no, I think um, Halo Five as a launch title would have done well for them. Yeah. I, I always switch yeah. off every time they talk, start talking about driving games, though. What? I know, yeah. Although, did you, did you see the, the project? Have you seen the Project Cars video, though? I, I don't care. Like, I, like, every E3 show, like, Microsoft always bring out a fucking car. It's like, I don't, I don't care about your car. Shut up. <laughs> so, what, what else is in the news? What else have we got? Um, Ubisoft. Oh, yes. No, that company. Um, Ubisoft. Far Cry 4 is set for a November release. Yeah, that's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Everyone loved 3, didn't they? You know, that did very, very well. Far Cry 3 was brilliant. Released on November the 18th in North America, November the 21st in Europe, on the PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and the PC. Ubisoft has confirmed. Yeah. I mean, this this will be coming out on everything. Far Cry. Uh, Seen the, uh, the 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 cover art for this? I know. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Do, what do you think of that? I don't know. It, it's a bit weird. If I'm being honest, weird, isn't it? It is a bit weird. The guy, some dude. The guy looks a bit, you know. <clears throat> camp. I don't know. Yeah, camp is a word. Camp. Yeah, camp. Camp See, is a good word. It does look camp, but is it'd be like if David Walliams was in Far Cry Four, yeah. it, isn't he? You know, he might. He might. I mean, he also looks German. I don't know why that... He does. He does. The same. <laughs> well, it's the blonde hair, isn't it, yeah. I guess? Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know about the... I, I don't know how I feel about the front cover, because it's the guy kneeling down. That's weird. Well, it's like saying he's the leader, isn't he? He's in charge, man. But he's got, like, he's holding the, 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 the camp guy. Let's call him the camp guy. He's holding a grenade pin in his finger, and the guy is holding it together. He's holding the grenade. Now, the the have you noticed what the potential issue is with this? No, there's a bit of an issue, isn't there, with this? Because if the dude who he's got his hand on his head of happened to slip, he would blow himself up at the same time. Right. That's maybe not good. Maybe he's just crazy. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. I mean, what made him think it was a good idea to pull the pin and then sit with his hand on his head holding the pin off the grenade? The other da- the other dude is like cradling. It's not a good idea, that is he? So anyway, um, yeah. it's set in sort of like the Himalayas. Yeah. This time. Which is yeah. Cool. But I mean, it's going to be similar. It's going to be mountains. It's going to be jungle. Animals. Animals. Snow. They're going to stray too far away from the old fo- the three formula. No, I don't think so. No. I don't. I don't think because so. it worked so well. Far Cry Three was fantastic. Yeah. Well, In fact, yeah. that's everything that I thought. If they if they if they made a video game on Lost, a proper one, it, it would be Far Cry Three. So, do, do you think there's going to be any Yetis? There's a bit of a crazy thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Being in the Himalayas oh, and all. something. Yeah. Yeah, the abominable snowman. Yeah. There'd probably be some kind of achievement where if you, you you've got to spot. 50 Yeti footprints to get some kind of... Well, it won't be Yetis, because the Yetis, uh, that's a North American thing, isn't it? It's it's actually the abominable snowman. Abominable. Whatever that. I can't even say that. I can't say either. Sober or drunk. You know, that's that's not an easy word to say. Mm. Mm. I don't know. We'll we'll see. The jury's out for me. 
jury's out at the moment. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else have we? So got? as we know, uh, it's been in the news all over the place that Microsoft has now released a connectless version of the Xbox console. Let's talk about this first because we haven't really spoke. This sort of landed just after our show, after we recorded our it show. So, how do we feel about this, Stu? Um, I don't think it's cheap enough. Is my first. How much is it in the UK? Uh, three hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, I think you should have won the PS4 or four twenty. Yeah, well, it was, but it's it's three ninety nine at the moment in in the UK. Yeah, the standard price. It's three four nine for that without the connect. Yeah, so it's like 50 quid more with the Connect. But actually, I've seen it, some, I think it's, it's Morrison's or Asda or someone, they're selling, they're doing theirs for £340 and someone else is doing it for 335 So it is getting down to that £300 mark. I think they've got to do that. I think if they're going to do it without a Connect, I think it should have been slightly cheaper. So but you know what? It, it really what annoys me. In the UK, how much is that? £349. Uh, PS4 is three, three fifty, three forty nine. So it's just at the same Level. It's set at the same price. Okay. But in all honesty, I think because you see the trouble is we've still got this perception or, or gamers in general have this perception that the PS4 is still slightly more powerful, but you're getting an Xbox One for the same price. So their opinion is still there's not an actual motivation to go out and buy one because the PS4 is the exact same price and and in their opinion more powerful. Mm. Well, I tell, tell you, my motivation for getting the Xbox One it was yeah, it, was, it was the fact that it's, it came with the number one online, the number one online setup, far better than Nintendo's and PS3's. That was the first one, and the second one was, yep. um, you know, I've got I bought mine for three hundred and sixty-five pounds on launch day, and I've got Connect, and I think it's bloody fantastic. Yeah, no, I don't disagree it's with you. It's amazing technology. It's scary how you know all the voice, all the voice commands, and all the gestures, and I think. You know, um, I personally didn't have any problem at all with Microsoft's um, and, uh, you know, their original plans, you know, that, that, you know, can't trade them in and, you know, always on and all, you know, all that kind of stuff. I just think that, you know, by taking away, you know, all these feature after feature after feature, um, all they've given us is, um, you know, just a games machine, which I, I, know, I know sounds bizarre, but um, I wanted more than a games machine. I wanted one machine that could do everything. Yeah, you need to get a Raspberry Pi that does loads. Of stuff. <laughs> it doesn't play Xbox games though, does it? Uh, no, it doesn't, but it's only 40 quid, man. It's cheap. Um, I agree with you. I just, I don't know. I don't know what to think, really. I just feel like they just sort of keep on, you know, they're, they're sat in that back room going, shit, what can we do? We're not selling as much as, as the PS4. We're struggling here. You know, and they're not struggling, they're not struggling massively in sales. They're not. just behind them, really. Well, it's it's unfortunately it's a it's a perception now, isn't it, that the PS4 is doing better, the Xbox isn't doing that well. Do you fall into the camp of this? Like, there's two ways to look at Microsoft now, isn't there? It's what one way is they flip flop, they don't have a vision yeah. of what they're doing, or do you go onto the side of Microsoft? Is a you know it values its customers and it listens to them and it takes feedback. I think I think for me, um, I'm, I'm not I'm not actually convinced it's the right decision, but I feel like it's a decision they had to make. Yep. Do you know yep. what I mean? Yep. I don't think necessarily it's the right decision for the console, but I think due to the struggles that they're having at the moment, they had to do it. They didn't really have a choice but to do it. Do you think this is sort of like the end of Connect now? 
I think as a gaming peripheral for definite. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I mean, it's bad news for Rare because a lot of their work, all yeah. they've been doing is on Connect titles, and if now, and if they're and if Microsoft are now saying that um, Connect is now optional. Um, I can see jobs perhaps going out rare, way, which is um, unfortunate. Or they could get them to make a, a good game. Like Banjo-Kazooie 3 and GoldenEye 2 or something. Or a new IP or something. Yeah. I just yeah, think, I'm, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm disappointed that they've taken out Connect because, I mean, you know, like I said, I think it's I'm a fabulous thing. I'm disappointed that they, they flip-flop, but ultimately I think Microsoft make decisions based on what's best for their wallets. Oh yeah, this, this was best for their wallets, and and it it makes sense, but it it, it does show weakness, doesn't it? It shows weak. It shows weakness, and I think the other problem we've got, there's it, you know, it's not just this. They're gonna, they're they're apparently changing the interface to make it more compatible without Connect. So they're having to do a lot of sort of behind the scenes stuff as well to make this happen. This could have you know so, this this could have saved them a year's development time of the console. You know what I mean? They spent a lot of time. Yeah. Making this console work with Connect, and then they have to backtrack. It could slow them down again, and PS4 ahead again. See, I think what's happened here is Microsoft. I mean, some people might say they're they're arrogant, but they've tried to push people into accepting a particular way, uh, you know, a particular feature set on a video game system on a console. You know, here's Connect, here's digital downloads, and you know, you know, DRM and all of that, etc. And people have turned around and says, Microsoft, fuck you. You know, that's yeah. essentially what, well, what's happened in Microsoft. Uh, they've realized, uh-oh, you know, we try to bully these folk into accepting our vision of gaming in the next two to three years. And they've turned around and says, nope. And, uh, you know, see, I still think that Sony were waiting in the wings to see how the public would react to Microsoft when they launched their vision for Xbox. And I think if everyone came along and says, wow, absolutely fantastic, let's do this, let's go down this route, Sony might have turned around and done the same thing. So... Um, I, th- I think Sony have been very, very, very clever, and uh, it's paid off for them. They're two million units ahead, I think, aren't they? I think the problem for Microsoft as well is the flip-flop started when they pretty much, as soon as they announced oh, it, yeah. they, and they said, yeah. oh, days after they announced it. Yeah. Was it? This so was it's a year ago. Yeah. It was pretty much straight after E3 when they started flip-flopping about everything, didn't they, pretty much? I mean, I was watching it on Twitter and on live. And I tell you, the minute they announced their features, the amount of crap that came out of people, people just people were just absolutely slating them. And I think that's when, you know, they lost the race at the start of this, at the start, really. Um, well, this, I mean, this is purely a business decision. You know, this isn't about the fans or, yeah. or whatnot. This is purely about going, right, how can we shift more unis yeah. and, and sort of catch up the gap? I think, I think you're right, though. I mean, it, it's not an easy decision. It makes no. weak, but... I think everybody sort of agrees. Is it's pretty much what they needed to do. Yeah. So they could. I didn't. I'll be honest. Stage. I was shocked. Carry on, Stu. I was going to say I was shocked that they did this because I I really didn't think they would do it this soon. I knew it would probably come at some point, but I thought they would have stuck with it for a bit longer. Really. So it's it's just so they can come out on that E3 stage and go. This is the price, comparable with other consoles, and yeah, you know, we got the best games. That's what they're going to say. And I think that it, it, also, it also makes them look really shaky, like they're, they're not really sure what's going on at the moment. They're a bit sort of unsure of what's It sounds like they did have a vision, and they did. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, and all PlayStation 4 did was play it mega safe, you know, and give yeah. us exactly what we've always got. Whereas, you know, the 360, when that came out, 
we had new things like achievements and you know things that we wasn't used to. I, th- I mean i, I kind of disagree with you to an extent about the ps4 because you're right it does do you know the gaming stuff but it, it's got a whole much better interface than the ps3 ever had and it's a hell of a lot slicker and then the sort of the yeah, chat but like, stuff isn't that now. isn't that, that shouldn't be a better interface that the PS3. Should oh yeah, but what I'm saying is they have evolved from from the yeah, from the like, PS3. You know the feature list, right? But but their, their biggest feature for the me, same. Yeah, is is the Vita sort of crossplay thing. Yeah, that's that's the good thing that they got going for them. Yeah. Yeah, and it just works. You know, it really does just work. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's certainly not. I believe it, the Vita stuff is going to sell. Con- no, I don't. I don't disagree. It's a nice bonus. Good for people got. that love their Vita. Yeah, it is good if you've got one. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. I, you know, I, I do think you need to do this. It's certainly not making me feel any differently about the Xbox One. I'm certainly not like, going, do shit, I've got to have one now. He's bring out a few games and Halo Wars 2, and I'm in. Halo Wars. They need a big game. Halo Wars 2, Halo they, 5, Gears of War 4, job done. They need a big game to come new, out. Need to do stuff. The only game that's not come out yet that I'm excited about because I'm not really bothered about Watch Dogs Battlefront 3? no <laughs> um, he's evolved oh yeah that looks Ev- good or evolved yeah, looks good. evolve isn't it yeah it looks very good uh, by Turtle one yeah, Tur- is it Turtle Rock Turtle Rock Studios the guys who made um, Left 4 Dead isn't yeah it? I haven't seen a video of that game I've only seen screenshots oh I've seen video I've seen gameplay I'm sure you have but yeah. what it's I'm saying is, on yeah. paper, that's the only one, to me, that sounds remotely interesting. It looked very good. The game actually looked... And it's all class-based. So but each of the... All these games that are coming out, they're sort of the same. Yeah. There's nothing like massively... You know, Watch Dogs, it's, it's an open-world game. I like my open-world games, you know. But I don't know whether you know. You know the guy who, like, one player's playing as the boss creature? Yeah. Well, as it eats stuff in the level, it gets bigger and stronger. Yeah, I do know that. Yeah, it's so cool. Honestly, watching the dynamic of the gameplay and how it all worked was very cool. But that's not what I'm talking about, Stu. Yeah. What I'm talking about is there's a, there's a lot of games that are coming out and it seems like the same old tat. Yeah, but they're playing safe, man. You've got to keep it safe. I know. But Evolve is the only one that I, I listen to and I'm like, yeah. That seems yeah, I agree. I do agree. Because... Destiny, I was watching some video of Destiny, and it just looks like a serious Borderlands to me. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. And I don't know why people are getting so hyped about a serious Borderlands. Yeah. I I mean, that's what we think, but uh, the people on Facebook had a comment or two on this here, Uh Connectless uh, Xbox One. Uh, Did they say to you... We had 21, 22, 23, 24 comments in all. Right, go on then. Uh, so here we go. I'm going to re- whiz through all of these. And thank you for everybody. And it's, uh, we got about 600 views on this when I popped it up. So, yeah, it, uh, yeah a lot of people uh, saw this. So, anyway, uh, Robin Brown says, uh, I do like the fact that this now marks the first occasion in history where something that Peter Molyneux said would actually happen. And it did. There you go. I've seen something, yeah. And it's not that long ago, is it? It's only a couple of weeks back when he said this. Uh, Bongo the Sane, Robin Tate says, this is a tough, bold and brave move by the new management at Xbox. Is this Phil Phil Spencer's Spencer's doing, do you reckon? Yeah, definitely. Of course it is. He'll have the final say on whatever happens, won't he? So, 
I don't know whether he molded it, but he definitely had the final say. Uh, Phil Spencer has spent the last few months clearing the decks and he's laying out his stall for the future of Xbox. These are exciting times for all console owners, and in the end, we will all benefit. This is sales-driven, eyes-firmly-on-the-goal strategy by one of the best minds in the business. There you go. Uh, <laughs> IPT says, The Doe's asking why it's not cheaper than the PS4. The Xbox One still comes with hardware, which the PS4 doesn't have. For example, the HDMI pass-through, amongst a few other things. Another aspect of the Xbox One I rely on, which the PS4 doesn't have. Um, and he also said, it seems like Xbox and Microsoft can't do anything right. Everyone is still like, I wish there was a connectless bundle. And then when they do it, everyone's like, look, Microsoft won 80 again. Uh, personally, this news doesn't affect me. I'm super glad I have a Connect. I go for the whole sessions on my Xbox without ever touching a controller. Yep. And there is no That's way so I could true. go back, back to a world without voice controls. Also, as I live in a house with multiple people, I love the fact that my Xbox see, signs in whoever it sees first. That, that is actually pretty cool. You walk in the room and it says, Hi, Amar. Then you go Xbox, go to Netflix, select one, and boom, you're in. It's pretty good. It's pretty slick. Uh, Jamie Cartwright says, It's funny. It's funny to see Microsoft backstepping on themselves ever since the console's announcement. What's even more funny is that what we get now is a console which costs the same as the PS4, is technically inferior in power to the PS4, and has nothing to make it stand out anymore, even though the vast majority of people didn't want Connect to begin with. They're even copying Sony's PS Plus game deals now. Come on. Yeah. It's all valid points. It is all valid points. Uh, Sean Hutton says, Essential move by Microsoft to stay competitive, though I like my Connect and never intend to play a game on it. Just like being able to bark orders at it. Uh, Matt, uh, Northern Monkey Austin, uh, says, Good move. It's the main reason I didn't get one. Downside for early adopters is that hardly anyone will support it now. Yeah, it's kind of right, isn't it, really? Uh, Philip Mulholland says they had to do it, although it's still overpriced compared to a PS4, as it's less powerful. I feel a bit sick if I'd paid 4.29 for one with a Kinect I didn't really want, and that it's now unlikely to be used because developers can no longer assume everybody has one. But overall, I am more likely to buy one now once the price drops below 300, and there are some exclusives that I still want to play. I think for me, the other thing is just to mention is uh, it's kind of right. I never ever thought they'd, they'd have any decent games on the Connect. I mean, I've played games on the Connect, and some are okay. But the vast majority aren't very good at all. So it was never, ever going to be an alternative to a controller, was it? Really? Uh, Robin Brown comes back again. Why, when it no longer comes with Connect and is less powerful than the PS4, is the Xbox only the same price as the PS4 and not cheaper? So he makes that point as well. Uh, Brandon Conway says, too late in the game. PS4 is dominating it. Colin Smith says, I'm going to get to PS4 first. So I hope this pushes Sony to lower their price. Bam. That's a good point. Yeah, could happen. Sony could drop their price at E3 and go, we're 300 quid now. Bye. You see, I, do you know what? That would not shock me in the least. Because no. it it's, it's been like a game of chess all the way along. And every time uh, you know Microsoft does something, Sony come back at them with something else, don't they? It wouldn't surprise me. Sony not selling the PS4 at a loss, though. Same as Microsoft. Uh, well... All console launches sell at a loss to begin with, but as production uh, gets cheaper... Apart from Nintendo ones. Yeah. But as production gets cheaper and they start to sort Sorry, of make... good consoles. 
No. It's a good concert. Yeah, good concert. Uh, as they start to make inroads into production and, and lowering the price, it, they could possibly do it a year in, you know, sort of, a, you know, a, you know, nine, eight, month, eight, nine months in. It's possible. It's possible. Uh, Daniel Fletcher says, uh, turns it into an affordable piece of kit now on top of the price drop. I'm getting more tempted month on month to treat myself. I just need a slightly bigger game library to make that jump. Yep. So that's a good point. It is a good point. Uh, Jamie O'Neill, I'll stick with my last gen consoles for now. Still loving the Wii U, my 360 and PS3. Meh. Still only really playing Game Room on the 360 and Capcom Arcade cabinet on the PS3. The handhelds are really where it's happening at the moment. Uh, TXK on the Vita is worth the admission price alone, and I dusted off my 3DS for the excellent Pocket Football Club. If there had been a true backwards compatibility on the next gens, I'd probably have picked them both up by now. Uh, is a lack of backwards compatibility a deal breaker for anyone else at the mo? No, not really. I don't, I don't think most people don't care about any I'll of that I'll buy a new console really? to play the games that are new for that console. And UMR, would, would that have been a deal breaker or...? Not for me personally, because I'm a collector and I've got my Xbox One, my my original Xbox and Xbox 360 and all my games. So for me, it's not that much of a problem. Um, I, I tell you what is interesting is the fact that on the 360, you know how they're launching this, you get two games free every month. I think I've picked up like about six or seven games in the you know since the Xbox got launched, and I actually play more games. On most on some days I, I play more on my Xbox than I do on my Xbox One, which is a bit weird. But um. yeah, it's true, I guess. Um, game, according to Phil Olson, Game uh, are doing an offer, and he's seriously tempted uh, that if you uh, trade in a 360 or PS3 and any five games, uh, they'll give you a, a connectless Xbox One for two forty nine with a, a hundred pounds off. So a hundred quid off if you trade in your old console. That's not too bad. I don't think that's too shabby, is it? Really, two forty nine um, for an old three sixty or PS three and any five games. So yeah, there you go. Is that any five games? Is it? Any five games, apparently. Wow. So we could just go so down. You could, take, you could just, just go to the computer exchange and pick up Championship Manager for a pound or something, yeah. can't you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so you could do that. Uh, Andrew Gold said they should have taken time to listen to what consumers wanted, given us a beast of a machine that delivers 1080p, and I think a lot of people, the Twitch streaming generation, would have bought a Connect anyway. See, they've got they've got Twitch now, but I, I still say that with you know Direct X12, and the fact that because the uh, the other thing that people have got to realise is with the Connect connected to the Xbox One. Um, quite a bit of the Xbox One's the resources were were basically tied up, locked down towards the Connect. So I'll be very, very interested to see what happens now that the Connect has been made an option. Yeah, I think it will be interesting. Uh, Nicholas Charles Abbott, he says, I think they should rename it the Xbox 180. Huh. The amount of about turns they've done. Even though they did get a massive price cut, I don't think they could tempt me to get one. So, you know, that's what he thinks. Uh, Mark Green, he says, how many more turns are we going to get? I really like my Xbox One, but it's starting to get really silly now. Connect support will now cease. Uh, now that they've really got going. And I can't wait to see what Microsoft are going to reverse next. Roll on E3 for more comedy capers in the wonderful world of X-Bone. You see, and that's the trouble now, because people are starting to just lose patience, aren't they? They're just like, oh, what, are, what else is going to be taken off or added or taken away or added or taken away? Um, mm. The controller. 
a controller. Yeah, we'll no longer have a controller. Uh, Kevin Knight, he says, I think Connect games are officially dead with the mediocre Connect sports rivals. No one wants to be prancing around the living room, crashing into the coffee table and tripping over the cat. I admit it's very good for watching a film or commanding it without searching for the remote, but the motion control still isn't there. And more to the point, who cares? There you go. What do you think? Who cares? Anybody? Anyone really care about Kinect games? No. Nope. No. I think it's a shame nope. that they took it away because there probably was some good things about the Kinect, but not the games. Games isn't one. No. Uh, David Naylor, says, Panic Station's due to getting spanked by Sony. I am 100% underwhelmed by my X-Bone and I'm missing my 360 and seeking help for our early adopteris. Adopteritis. He should have held on to 360 then. He should have an mm. X-Bone owner. Uh, Stu Leckie said, make up your fucking minds, <laughs> MS. I love all three of my 360s, but my want of an Xbox One has gone down to nil. So this has actually turned him off completely. As opposed to making him want to buy one. And uh, Stuart Lecky has these mood swings every now and then, so I wouldn't read too much into that. <laughs> uh, Dean Hodges, he says, the 350 price tag is still not tempting me, seeing as I can have a Titanfall bundle for 370 It's not much of a discount. They're only knocking 50 quid off, and then no doubt we'll sell you a standalone Connect for 100 quid. So it actually costs more. It's possibly true. That'd be that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Because the original Kinect was 125 quid, wasn't it, when yep. that came out? That's true. Yeah. Yep. So it could cost you more in the long run if you want this and the Kinect. It's probably going to be more than if you'd have got the Kinect together. But they'll still be selling them with Kinect, I'm guessing, as well. It'll just be a different skew, won't it? So, and that'll be the tempting one. He'll say, if you want Kinect, you can have the Kinect and the console for whatever 3.99. Or you can have one separate, and it's going to cost yeah. you four fifty. I don't think they're going to phase out. I think I think they're going to have two screws anyway. I mean, as yeah. well as as, well yeah. as a Titanfall screw, they're going to have the one with the Connect, one with that. I don't think they're going to phase out the Connect one completely. So, uh, Kyle Adams says they had to. Connect haters are always going to hate. Don't get me wrong; it's a pain in the ass at times, but I do use mine for a few things. Um, and then finally, Ethan Lombard, check this out. And somebody had put up a story uh microsoft on the new xbox one versus ps4 battlefield same price but we have better games so that's uh, some fanboy site i'm guessing um so that's it so thank you everybody who replied to that there's a lot of replies to that wasn't there yeah and uh, giving your opinion so it's, it's nice to get other people's opinions it is it? you know and and another way uh, people can give us opinions is via the speak pipes isn't it have you heard of this speak the sp- Speaking pipes. Now, now I do apologise in advance if Chini doesn't get this right, but we're going to try and play uh, this week's Speak Pipes. I yeah. Believe. So let's uh, let's have a go at this. Let's see what happens. Um. Okay. Here we go. Oh. Uh, oh. Right. Chapdick one here. Uh, you got me last week. I'm not actually from Australia. Uh, for all you know. Maybe I'm from Preston, living on Pippin Way near the Asda Ford, right across the road from the Preston Golf Club, like Stu and his wife. Or maybe I'm from Wisconsin, huh? Living on 4th Avenue in Stevens Point, right near the Wisconsin River flowage. Or finally, maybe I'm from Wolverhampton, living on Finchfield Road near Bradmore. Hey, or possibly, and this is this is just an option. 
I'm actually from Australia, living in Adelaide, in South Australia. Uh, if you don't believe me, how about a new sound clip for you, Duke? G'day, Cobber. How the bloody hell are you? Uh, my name's Chapstick from Australia. Um, come to Australia if you want to get fucking fried to death under our scorching sun, or maybe drink yourself fucking stupid with all of our beers, or possibly, if you're lucky, venture into the outback and get eaten by just about fucking anything with teeth in it. Um, as always, guys, keep up the good work, and um, I hope you like my thank you song. All right, guys, catch ya. There you go. Tend to your baby, man. Exactly. I'll tell you what, he can, he can never again uh, give us grief about our, our Australian accent. Because I'll tell you what, his, his were rubbish. His, his Wolverhampton accent was Scottish. It was, it was awful. I'll tell you what, Never Chenny, again. you stole the master of accents. That guy's got nothing on you. Uh, nothing. I'm telling you. He has to uh, another one, hasn't he? And, uh, no, there was two this week of him. Well, why have you sent me three of him? I haven't sent you three of him. Well, you have, and I want to play it. Oh, no, there are three messages of him, you're right, there are. There's another. <laughs> See? It's not just me. He was, he, was, he was getting carried away, but they're all different. Here we go. Hey guys, now, I know my playing's shit, but if you can't guess this song, then you shouldn't be playing video games. I love Sonic the Hedgehog. Fantastic. It's good, isn't it? Uh, it's a great game. So good. It's fast. Mario. Fast as well. Very quick. So thanks, Chapstick. Thanks, Chapstick, for all of those massages. Oh, that was loads, didn't it? Uh, and then we had another one off uh, Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah. Now that's just weird. There you go. Yeah, very weird. Oh, your lack of accent, something. What was it? Disturbing. Mm. <clears throat> I find that disturbing. I found the fact that someone's used a voice changer to send us a message very disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretending to be Darth Vader the veteran gamer stalker I think I think so anyway swiftly we have got one finally off Jason Gollaher I believe Lord Jason oh we do do we we do we do here you go guys here's another video game thing for you guys to try and guess <laughs> um, not... what is that no, it's another that's one another one off Chapstick that's, an, that's another one he did another video game guessing one all right, should we just play that one? Yeah, play it anyway. Play it anyway. Aye. Here you go, guys. Here's another video game theme for you guys to try and guess. I'm not going to sing the choir because I reckon that might make it a little bit too easy for you. So here you goes. Here 
There you go. Wow, that was a lot of stuff. Um, who'd have known that that could be made to sound like a Western? It, it reminded me of a, like a Western movie somehow. Yeah, it was a bit. That, you mean that wasn't Red Dead Redemption? <laughs> it definitely wasn't Red Dead Redemption, but it could have been. It could have been. But that's that game they need on the X-Bone right now. That's what they need. Not next year. Now. Well, they need a, the spin-offs, the sequel to the spin-off thing. That's what they need. I'd rather, yeah. take, a, I'd rather take a Red Dead Redemption 2 or Halo 5 any day. Oh, God, I'd love a Red Dead Redemption 2. Quality. Yeah, that's coming. That's coming, though, I reckon. That is coming. I reckon. Because Rockstar apparently want to make a big announcement, aren't they, for early next year. So I'm reckoning that's what it's going to be. Although, although it could still be Agent. Who knows? You could still be agent. That may come at some point. Um, and then we have got one final one off Lord Jason, if you can find it. If you can ever find one. it. Hold on. That final one. So tell me, Sigourney, just what is in the pot? to know, don't you? Yes, very much. Well, I'm sorry. I can't tell you. The pot has to make that decision. That's me. Okay. Then I need to get to know the pot better first, right? Somebody is smoking pot. Clearly. <laughs> That's a great excerpt there from You Dead say that game was a great story. It's brilliant. Mm. But you've got to ask the pot. Obviously. It's very clear that you've got to ask the pot. Okay. <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh, and that's it for the speak pipes this week. Uh, I think we finally got there in the end. So yeah. thank you very much to Ginny. For doing that, look, no one will know it. it'll be so smooth when they, when they actually hear it. They'll never realise. Do any editing? No, I'll have to do some editing this week. I'm not going to get away with that, am I? No. <laughs> I've been busily writing down time checks, and I'm up Good. to seven at the moment. Good, but you have to start backwards and work your way back to the front. You see. No one cares about how you edit the show. Anyway, uh, that all being said, we have got just one email this week. So only one email. Thank <laughs> goodness to read. So here we go. Are you still ready? Still here, Armor. We have to check now and again. Oh, I'm, right, I'm still here, Armor. Of course. Right, here we go. Uh, and it's also from Jason. So it's all from Jason. It says 42 question mark colossal cave adventure in addiction to green olives and spicy tacos. All I'm saying is look into the toilet. Coffee or bonging email. No, it's not that big actually this week. He's getting better. I must admit they are getting shorter. Uh, and give peace a chance. So he says, Stew. I am glad you are finally opening up your mind and enjoying one of the best interactive stories around. At least one of you guys has a good taste for art. While I am encountering... Uh, what I am encountering, sorry, as I play Kentucky Route Zero, 
I'm exploring a spiritual cave that echoes yesterday's music very clear, just as a porcelain throne announces more of my meaningful deuces. It is a maze in which only my purpose is to feel the past, the present, and eventually somehow roll up the zero. A journey filled with human choices and true meaning that apparently a lot of people just don't understand. But as mysterious as this title may feel, it's not a, a mystery at all. You just have to pay attention. Well, I take that back. The road taken is just as haunting and mysterious as a tremor in my bowels that sparked up last night. Just five minutes after I'd already given birth to an orgasmic self-righteous duty. Here we go. <laughs> but then again, I did eat a lot of tacos. And had after-dinner coffee as well. No mystery at all, really. Action equals reaction. And now all I can do is look into the pot for the revelation. I almost went out like Elvis and blacked out on the John last night. Anyway, what I'm trying to get across to you guys is that Kentucky Route Zero is by far one of the greatest video games to ever bless the ones willing to go for the word-filled delivery into the night. I love intelligent, well-thought-out stories, and this one feels like it's going to crash hard into one of the most memorable experiences ever created. Those guys at Cardboard Games Computer should hook up with Simogo. I feel a bit of deadly premonition coming on, a tragedy of some sort. Well, I'm off. Like Lennon, I'm going back to sit in my garden, hand in paw with the squirrel, eat a few green olives, suck down a margarita with my beautiful wife, all while playing some ghostly tunes on my acoustic. Hope the wind doesn't blow your way. I've still got some serious gas tonight. Speaking of gas pipes, I've recorded an epic speak pipe in my bathroom. Yes, we well, that one is personally for Duke's ears only. Oh, only for Duke's. <laughs> for Duke's eyes only. As for Kentucky Route Zero, play the game, play it loud, go for a ride on the Zero, and pay attention to where you are going, and we just might get there. By the way, Nintendo's making new hardware, and Xbox stops watching you play with yourself. Who would have thought? Jason, that's who. So there you go. Thank you for that, I think. I think As always. that's an appropriate thing to say. It is. It is. Uh, and that all being said, that's sort of kind of about it. I think we might have a couple of Tweety-type things, so we'll have a quick look on the Twitter. Uh, so well, as uh, Kyle Adams put... Uh, can you believe this? Dead Rising 3 on X1 is only worth 32p to music, Magpie. Yes, I can, because they rip everybody off. 32p? Bloody hell. 32p. 32p. Uh, Turtle502 put, gamers are not loyal at Chini1985 on Veteran Gamers UK podcast. That is an official quote from me. It's an official quote, gamers are not loyal. It's true. Uh, Do you agree, Stu? Uh, I would agree, gamers are not loyal. They just aren't loyal. Uh, Kyle Adams, he says, I used to play a lot of COD multiplayer, but always played the campaign twice, normal, then veteran, except three, it was shit. Mm -hmm. uh, Stu Leckie said, uh, I did ask about what people thought about Mario Kart 8 and would that would it you know persuade people to get a Wii U. And Stu Leckie said, I already have my Wii U. Now do I have something to play on it? There you go. Uh, Ian Chadwick, regarding the Xbox uh, One PS4 connectless thing, says, same price as PS4 and still underpowered. I know my choice, if I could afford it, lol. Um, and he also said, but do you think the Connect was the reason it wasn't selling? Fair enough, a bit cheaper now. Mm -hmm. I think it is all about price. That is literally it is, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's all about price. Mm -hmm. uh, Tuscan, uh, he says, Xbox One continues to be a bit of a mess. It's now an underpowered machine, gimped by Connect, that no longer comes with Connect. 
But the move at least keeps the Xbox One. Uh, but the yeah, but the move, but the move, yeah, but the move. I thought he meant Hello. the PlayStation. I thought you meant PlayStation moving. What's I going to do anything? Uh, but the move at least keeps the Xbox One relevant. Should slow the widening gap between the PS4 and keep Sony on its toes. So there you go. And that's about it, really. <laughs> um, actually, do you know what? I think you should play 30 seconds of that as our outro today. Okay. Because I think people would like to relax after the show that they mm. just listened to. Uh, so that being said, we need to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. So over to you first. Amar, as the guest, we'll let you go first. Shout-outs, right. A uh, couple of shout-outs to uh, Nakamura Martin, uh, Retro Joe, and Paul Derbyshire. These are guys on the old Twitter who are into retro gaming. Some uh-huh. interesting conversations. Uh, shout-out also to Stu Lecky. Uh, appreciate the guidance on the game gear. And, uh, well, I guess that's, all, that's always a shout-out to you guys for asking me to oh, be on the show. come on. Not really. Yeah, come on. Oh, oh, come on. Oh. Come on. And, and, you're on. and you're on again in a couple of weeks as well, because Duke's away again. Cycling again? Bloody hell. What no, I don't know what he's doing next time, but he's not available. Who knows? Uh, so that's, uh, that's it for you. Over to you, Chino. I'm going to shout out Tuscan. All right, well, for don't know. Okay, um, that you know, makes sense. he's always loyal, isn't he? He is always loyal. That is true. He's a loyal listener to the show. He is a loyal listener, and he's loyal to the Sony platform as well. That's true to say. Well, nobody's perfect. So no, it's perfect. I'm going to shout out uh, Fumu because Fumu and I played a few games of Call of Duty together. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. so that was fun. Um, I'm going to shout out John Mouse and Gangu Crimes. Just because I like them. Yes, and we'll be seeing them soon at some point, won't we? Yes. At the Euro game, which reminds me, we need to get our hotel room booked. Aye, aye. Aye. Here we go. I'm going to hey. push them beds together again. <laughs> ho ho. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, that's, what's the matter? Well, yeah, that's me done. It is. It is you, Dan. Um, well, I'm going to shout out The Sun because it's been shining very nicely for the last two days. So there you go. Will do first. for the next four billion. I know, apparently so. Although you've got to, apparently, um, we're, we're heading into a mini ice age again, apparently. Who said that? You, Kip? No, no, no. It was on, it was on the some science program thing because there's, two, there's, there's no sunspots, so I say. The, the number of sunspots has diminished. And that affects the weather considerably. And they said the last time there was so, such l- little activity with sunspots was in the 1600s when we had a mini ice age. So there you go. Yeah. So we could be adding in. You, start, you start to sound like UKIP. Is that right? UKIP, UKIP believed that global warming, global warming's a myth. Uh. I think the Earth has been getting cooler for the last 15 years. There you go. Well, it might be true. It's bollocks. True. Who knows? Bollocks. Um, yeah, and UKIP, to be honest, are, are a bit of bollocks anyway. Don't vote for UKIP. Yeah, don't vote for UKIP. They're They're just a bunch of dicks. They want Britain to be about British. I'm not saying the other parties are very good either. No. After September the 18th, they become England's problem. Yeah. I'm also going to shout out Hull City. For almost, almost beating Arsenal in the FA Cup final. It was very close. 
He's very close. Uh, and we uh, have got... Football shout-out there. I know, football shout-out. And we have got a iTunes review. Yay. Aha! We have, we have a new Stop. one. And, Stop. Yeah. It's a five-star review, but it's called Tone It Down by Urban Geek. <laughs> and they say, good podcast and the sound clips make it a bit different to most. Well, if they certainly did tonight. That's <laughs> for sure. Uh, but Duke can get a bit annoying. He's your typical over-the-top yank and just shouts way too much. I think he is a good co-host, but just shouts way too much. That's a bit harsh, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. He said he shouted way too much twice there, so he wanted to emphasise his point. Uh, I like it when Duke shouts. That's my, my think it's the funniest bit. He goes up and around, doesn't he? It's brilliant. If it Duke was here now, he would play more sound effects and shout more. It would. It would definitely do that review. So I'm sorry, listener. I'm glad you liked the show, but Duke is as he is. You have to take him as he is. That's the way he, way he likes to broadcast. Uh, don't don't try and change him. Don't try no. and change. He's, he doesn't. He's not like that. He's just sort of passionate. He's, he's passionate. One on one though, Duke's a very calm man, isn't he? No, he he's is. very relaxed. He and, and and to be fair, I do wind him up a bit on purpose. Yeah. You know, I do admit to that. Yeah. Just to get a bit of a rise out of him. Yeah, but so you, I, do I think you try a bit too hard because he sees through it most of the time. I know he does. I don't, I, I don't get away with it as much as I used to. No. I know. Uh, and we have had some jokes on the Facebook, so I was going to finish oh, with God. those. What's this joke thing? I know. People are doing jokes now. Here we go. Uh, Christine Barkley said, did you hear about the dyslexic pimp? No. He bought a warehouse. It's good. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's good. Um... Uh, Stuart Robert Knight, this isn't a joke, but he just sort of said, hey, we need a battery notification sound for the Xbox wireless pad or even an on-screen symbol when batteries are low. Doesn't it flash up on the control? Apparently not. Does it do that? Am yeah, I? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, if, if you press the home button, if you're watching Netflix or playing a game, if you press the home button, it goes back, it makes it into a smaller window, and then the bottom right-hand corner it tells you how much battery you've got left. It doesn't indicate anything, but it is there, so... He wants a flashy one, though. He wants one that flashes up to tell him it's... it's well, the 360, low. it flashes around the, the, the console. Sorry, the, the, yeah. the controller. It does. It does. Uh, some dude called Amarpo. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Well, I do. Well. And Stu Leckie says... He's saying there's a good joke. Here we go. Are you ready for this? Another joke? He says... Uh, a guy walks into a bar and sees three pieces of meat hanging from the ceiling. The guy asks, what's this about? The bartender replies, well, if you can jump up and slap the meat, you get free drinks for the rest of the night. If you miss, you pay for everyone's drink for the next hour. You want to do it? The guy replies, nah, the stakes are too high. <laughs> the stakes are too high, I like it. It's good. Do you, see, do you get it? Do you not get it? I don't know. I thought it was good. I'll get it. I get it. Why are you not laughing then? Start laughing, man. You're going to be laughing. It's, it's, a, it's, a sol- it's a solid attempt, Mr. A solid attempt. It's a good one. I like Stuart Leckie. He's, he's a good guy. It is a good That's joke. That's a good joke. It is a, it's a good joke. But it didn't make me laugh. Do you guys know, Maybe it was a delivery. know that, that, that Stuart Leckie is actually from Glasgow? We do. Scottish Stew. Yeah, I didn't know that. No, we knew that. Yeah, I knew he was from, from Glasgow. Well, I knew he was from Scotland. I didn't know necessarily Glasgow, but I knew he was from uh, Scotland. A Scottish, Scottish, hey. Scottish, Scottish. Kind of new. 
There you go. Terrible Scottish accent there for Have you. Have you got an I A goodie in my sport. Good goodie. Well, I started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's kind of it so we do need to get the hell out of here I'm sure that Chini's got some appropriate music that we haven't heard before on this week's show for the, for the outro here we go Let's here we go. Let's go thanks for bye bye. everyone bye bye thank you thanks for coming on as well Armour yes thank you Armour no problem you're a ledge yeah oh shit should have shouted out Duke for doing his fancy bike ride thing to raise oh, yeah. money as well something really good and Duke I missed you big time because Chini was shit <laughs> <laughs> it's true. All right. You don't realise what you've got until it's gone. But I think I'm going to add this to Duke's sound clips because this is too good. Here we go. Bye, everyone. Bye. Uh, uh, listening to Midnight Jazz. Uh, uh, Later on the show, Diana Robinson will be talking about back to the Bulls. We have hemorrhoid pains. Oh, yeah. Smooth jazz. That's what we're talking about. I've got a lovely bunch of cards. You are listening to the podcast now. You're all alone. Think about it. The things you can do on your own. Oh, yeah. There you go. Do you know, uh, uh, to begin with, I thought that was actually on the tube when <laughs> started talking. I was like, God, there's, there's weird talking on it now. No, it's just my <laughs> sultry voice. Yeah, very good. Uh, by the way, did you see the five-year internet joke on Twitter? No. That was quite funny. Did you see that? So, uh, a Twitter account called uh, Frank Furter. <laughs> yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's good, isn't it? Um, in uh, 2009, on the 8th of May, said, uh, so, come up to the lab. And then the next tweet, uh, the same, same time, was, and see what's on the slab. And then one minute later, he said, I see you shiver with Antissi. And then he waited five years and then put patient. Bloody hell. <laughs> On the same day. But he missed a trick. He missed a trick, right? Because he did it at 2.24 in the afternoon, whereas the original tweets were at 4.10 p.m. If he'd have done it at 4.11, it would have been perfect. He'd have done it at 4.11 p.m. On the 8th of May 2014. What is that difference? Uh, what time he did it? Well, because then it would have looked almost like it followed on, but was f- exactly five years later. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He just, just if he'd have waited just a couple more hours before he did it, got it. So it was exactly, almost exactly five years later. Maybe, but that is funny that someone sat there and waited for five years I just think to he got on with that. his life in between that. No, he did. But how cool is that? He just sit funny, on the phone. This is going to be hilarious. It was hilarious, though. I think it is very funny, though. Very clever mm. to come up with that. See, miss a trick. Um, that's kind of it. So uh, Duke is back next week and thank then he's God. on again the week after. I know, thank God. No. And I mean, can I just just clarify? I don't mean because Amar is on. I mean, just because you were so terrible with a soundbite. Yeah, I think you should sack me and just have Amar on. 
I think we should because you were shit. Mm. Nah, shocking. Nah. You were shocking. Nah. There was bits that too big to fill, so. Well, we know that he's a size 12 or whatever he is. He's got big feet. He means figuratively, Stuart. I mean, literally, you've got big feet. You've got a bit. I mean, if you had a pair of boots, they would be big boots. Well. It is true. All right, we're done. See? I think we're done. Right. Let's just go. Bye. Shit. That was terrible. We're going. Thank God. You're the one that keeps saying it's terrible. I know. Right. Anyway. Bye, everybody. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for sticking with us because it wasn't good. We're going.